This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves, dial in toll-free, bring up whatever you like, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. We invite you to our website at freetalklive.com where you'll find the features are free, unlike those other talk show hosts that want to charge you for their sites. So head on over to freetalklive.com. You can actually control the content of the site. You find something online that you think is interesting, submit it as show prep over at freetalklive.com. Then other listeners can vote on whether or not they like or dislike the different items there. You get to vote on things too. And the most voted up, make it to the front page and the top of the site. So see for yourself, get interactive, and do it for free over at freetalklive.com. Live Saturday show. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. And, of course, we'll take your calls about anything. We're going to talk about drug decriminalization because there's some pretty big news. Well, it's, it's actually a continuation of the big news because we've talked about Portugal in the past. And yeah, how but it likely is. The, the vast majority of people who are listening to the show haven't heard this at all. I mean, this likely. isn't the kind of thing. This isn't big news in the sense that they've heard it. It's no. big news in the sense that it's important and you haven't heard it. That's a good point. Uh, certainly, it's going to be the case that there are the, the big media organizations are not touting this from the rooftops. It doesn't have uh, a hot girl that killed her kid in it. Mm, good point. And of course, we're always uh, we always have brand new people tuning in. Uh, Want to welcome brand new affiliates: WVNJ uh, eleven sixty AM, The Voice, out of Oakland, New Jersey, which cuts into the northern portion of New York City. So, welcome to any of our northern New. Are Yorkers. we in New York City now? We, do, uh, we are technically in New York City. Uh, also, it's the big time. Uh, we're back in North. Norfolk. So uh, welcome back to our Norfolk, Virginia Beach listeners out there uh, to WNIS, AM790 WNIS, which is the big, uh, one of the big talk stations out there in Norfolk. We were on in Norfolk on a different station, and they flipped the format of it to uh, all comedy radio, and we're not the funniest of shows. No, we're not really so, that funny. Uh, <laughs> You're so, funny looking. I, you know, I think we have a decent sense of humor, but you know, it's not a comedy show. Who's we? So uh, we, the collective that is uh, Free Talk Live. <laughs> we, you mean me and not you, right? Uh, I, you know, I crack one out from time to time. <laughs> you get about one a week, once a dude. month. One a- <laughs> so, uh, so they flipped that format. So we now um, we made the move actually to a, a better uh, a better station, which is cool. And also, welcome to the Mike ninety two point one FM WXXM in Madison, Wisconsin. I hear that's a really uh, amazing station. Like, yeah, I'm excited about it uh, because, well, first of all, Free Talk Live is not your typical talk radio program. If you've you know if you're on those new stations, or maybe you're just tuning in for the first time tonight. Uh, most of those stations I just mentioned, but just started us last week, so we're brand new. You've probably never heard talk radio quite like this because this isn't one of those Republican or Democrat shows. And hence, we actually appear on both kinds of brands of talk radio because uh, in, in talk radio in the business, yep. frequently you'll find that uh, one station is formatted in a certain way and another is formatted in another. So like there's this kind of traditional Rush Limbaugh, Sean Hannity kind of uh, conservative clone. The Patriot. Conserva clone talk station. And then there's also the uh, the, the progressive uh, talk stations which is more of a newer thing with uh you know folks like tom hartman and other other people like that on there i met tom at the uh, talkers new media seminar real nice he's, guy he's a nice guy so but we don't really fit with either of those categories you know we're not centrists at the same time we're not moderates <laughs> we believe in liberty your freedom to live your life how you right. want so long as you don't harm another human being and that so, means that we support full drug legalization or decriminalization at the same time support full gun rights and you know full your rights all on every issue every single time so we're on both stations but really fit on neither 
Yeah. Well, we fit everywhere, if you want to think about it that way. I guess. <laughs> so, 800-259. We're on 106-something stations, even more. I don't know how many stations, but many, many stations, and uh, so we must fit somewhere. 800-259-9231. Now, Mark, uh, the story behind the mic in uh, Wisconsin, in Madison, that you, you'd mentioned, is it's this FM progressive talk station, and it does pretty well. I think it's tied up with uh, the other, like, it's, it's, it's doing well in the ratings. It's got a, got a three share, three, three or four share, something like that, which means that 4% of everybody listening to the radio in that market is listening to that station. It doesn't R- sound like a lot, but it is. I mean, that's oh, pretty yeah, good. Ratings are great and everything. It's, it's all about the billing, though. Well, and, and Clear Channel at one point was uh, planning on, I guess, flipping it to a an all sports talk station this was a few years back and the the listeners are so active and you know i love activism uh they are so active they actually came out they signed a petition uh, online they printed the petition out and then they had a funeral procession to the clear channel headquarters in madison wisconsin to let them know of their displeasure the idea that they're going to flip it to uh, to sports talk they presented the signed petitions to the uh, to the radio station and the next day it was announced that they're not they were not going to flip to sports talk are you telling me that one of these big evil corporations bowed to the will of of their customers well bow is kind of uh, I don't, they they listened to their customers and i thought they what, what, surely they went out and polluted the uh, the, the river there in, in in milwaukee with uh, with a bunch of uh, n- uh, nuclear waste and some dead babies after that right is Madison near Milwaukee? I don't know. I don't I, think I, so. I, Madison, Wisconsin, Milwaukee, yeah, Wisconsin. Madison. I don't know. I, Madison's I, the capital, if I'm not mistaken. It's one of the uh, six states I haven't been to. What do you want from me? <laughs> so here we are, 800-259-9231. Uh, drug decriminalization. It's happened in Portugal, and it happened about a decade ago, apparently. Or was it a 2001? Yeah. Yeah. So there's, a, I guess, a 10-year retrospective here. And who's publishing this, Mark? The AFP. Okay, so that's a uh, associated Inter- press, yeah, thing. international. Uh, I don't know what that one stands for, press though. or something like that. Yeah, okay. So, what's the story from Lisbon? Health experts in Portugal said Friday that Portugal's decision uh, ten years ago to decriminalize drug use and treat addicts rather than punishing them is an experiment that has worked. There's no doubt that the phenomenon of addiction is in decline in Portugal," said. Yeah, I, I don't know how to pronounce this name. I'm going to just take a poke at it here. Uh, Jawa Gawalo. I don't know. You know now, they, isn't that what people who want to criminalize drugs, isn't that one of the reasons why they want to, is to stop people from being addicted? Hey, we'll just make this illegal, and so we'll stop people from being addicted. I think a lot of them that want to criminalize drugs want what they want the way they want it. So they want you to eat your vegetables and they want you to eat them the way they tell you to. And this is, you know, this is a, it's sort of a, um, you know, worrying about the ends and the means at the same time. And I think that it's a, it's a destructive way of thinking. What matters is how many people are addicted to drugs in the country, how much damage is being done to the people addicted, the people not addicted, the, their families, you know, mm. all this kind of thing. And this has been a across the board uh, wins a, in every category, wins in every category, because, you know, it's not just about people being addicted. Frankly, if you want to smoke crack till you die, I could care less. It's, it's your life. If you want to drink bleach and kill yourself, you want to jump off a cliff, please don't land on my car. That's how I feel about it. Um, you know, it's your life. You should be able to do what you wish with it. Yeah. Now, I'd, I'd warn you, there are people that love you, and you're going to hurt those people. It's going gonna, it's gonna to harm their feelings. But likely, if you're listening to me, I don't know you, and it's not going to hurt me. So, you know, 
think about this when you're making the decisions you make. That's fine. But when you advocate to keep drugs illegal, what you're advocating is to drive up the cost of these drugs like heroin and crack and things like this, these, mm-hmm. these particularly addictive drugs, to the point that they're so high that the average person can't work and support their drug habit. Now, there's a lot of examples. Rush Limbaugh was a great example of people who can manage to work and keep a drug habit going at the same time. Now, people would like to believe that somehow you do crack or you do heroin and you just sit around in a dirty room, uh, you know, covered in your own feces and vomit the whole time. And that's how you do it. But lots and lots and lots of people manage to have sort of a working addiction. I'm not advocating for this. I'm just saying that it happens. And if a person can't work at a real job to pay for their addiction, then they're going to find a new job. And that job's going to include burglarizing people's houses, yep. stealing yep. their stuff, doing prostitution. Because drugs are expensive. Doing all these things Illegal that we, drugs we would prefer to people not be doing. Right. And that puts me and my family, who doesn't do heroin, in danger. But if you were in Portugal, you wouldn't be as much danger, right? That's absolutely true. It says right here that um, this development cannot only be attributed to decriminalization but to a confluence of treatment and risk reduction policies. The uh, Portugal's holistic approach has uh, led to a spectacular reduction in the number of infections among intravenous drug users. Mm-hmm. That's AIDS and stuff and uh, hepatitis and uh, significant drop in drug-related crimes. That's, That's theft. People and breaking all that into other your stuff. car, breaking into your home, holding you up at gunpoint or knife point. Yep. Uh, all the things we've always said about ending prohibition, there it's happening in real life in Portugal. 800-259-9231. Your thoughts are certainly welcome. 800-259-9231. You take control. Free Talk Live. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free. Bring up what you want at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. That's 1-800-259-9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you the features there for free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. And those features, by the way, include our webcam. We are still experimenting. We just got a brand new webcam. Uh, I think people have been saying some pretty good things about it thus far, and uh, we're kind of still experimenting with different angles as far as what's the better, uh, the best place to put it in the studio. But it is up and it's online and it's free for you. You can actually interact with our audience at the same time because there's a chat room built into the same page. So go to cam.freetalklive.com to do that. That's cam.freetalklive.com. Get your liberty message out to thousands of people a month for fractions of a penny apiece. You can do it from the back of your car with LibertyStickers.com. I have a bumper sticker from LibertyStickers.com prominently displayed on my my vehicle. It uh, says Barack Obama has fired more cruise missiles than all other Nobel Peace Prize winners combined. You can get one of these clever sayings from LibertyStickers.com. They have hundreds and hundreds of different Liberty sayings. You can check them out. Let your voice be heard. LibertyStickers.com. All right. Toll-free number 800-259-9231. We'll get a little more detail from this Portugal story. Ten years retrospective on what 
has transpired since the decriminalization of, of drugs, essentially really just for the users, though. Uh, so it's not a full decriminalization down there in Portugal at all, which, of course, would be even better for results. But what they found is that, well, uh, addictions have gone down that by half as compared to the 1990s when drugs were still illegal. It looks illegal. like it's a little more than half, but, uh, you know, they're, they're, I think they're being conservative. Let's call it half. That sounds pretty good to me. Uh, addiction's gone down by half. A dramatic drop in drug-related criminal activity like robberies and things like that. That's, uh, these are the things that we've talked about. Safety has increased as well, uh, like for intravenous drug users. So all of these things we've talked about in the past as far as this is what happens when you end prohibition. We know this because we've ended prohibition before. With alcohol prohibition. So hopefully uh, people are learning their lessons out there on this one. 1-800-259-9231. But there's one point that I'd, I'd like to focus on that I think that the prohibitionists will come back with. Whether or not they'll actually speak it honestly, speak truthfully to this or not, we'll uh, discuss that in a moment. But first, Jeff is, uh, excuse me, Joshua is on the line listening in Tampa to WFLA. Joshua, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Oh, it's not uh, Tampa, it's Tallahassee, but uh, close enough. Sorry about that. I think uh, Bordoff got confused because there's more than one WFLA. Anyway, go ahead, sir. Uh, well, I was just going to say, now that 10 years have passed, they've got the evidence that shows that you know ending prohibition dr- drastically decreases not only crime, but addiction rates. I think that uh, it's an issue that can definitely be brought up now that we're talking about uh, us you know, getting close to that debt limit and, you know, uh, uh, how much, how many billions of dollars we spend on uh, uh, marijuana prohibition and uh, going after other drugs with the DEA? Well, you know those DEA agents have families, don't you? Don't you care about their children who will starve in the streets if you you fire them from these jobs? Well, I also care about the uh, millions of people around our country that get put in the prisons every year over nonviolent crimes. But yeah, they're bad, bad, have, bad people. A lot of them have families too, and if these people. <laughs> And if, you know, there's plenty of jobs out there. These guys can get a job anywhere they want to. Yeah, but they can't get sweet, right. sweet government benefits where their kids have their dental paid for and all the other oh, good stuff. Oh, the code enforcement department's probably hiring. <laughs> <laughs> we should fire their butts, too. Yeah, well, I agree with that. What else did you want to share tonight? Uh, well, that's pretty much it. Well, thanks, yeah. for the, thanks for the call, dude. Appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. So are you somebody that in the face of this information... That we've uh, shared with you here, and we'll share it again. Portugal, drug decriminalization happened a decade ago. They've dramatically reduced the amount of violent crime that goes on associated with, uh, with drugs. Not just violent crime, but just crime against property and things like that. Drug-associated crime, that's gone down dramatically. The amount of addicts has gone down dramatically. The level of safety with addicts has increased as far as intravenous drug use, etc., transmission of disease, all things have improved, and I bet if you looked – I don't know if they get into this, Mark, but I bet if you looked at the actual quality of the drugs, I bet there's been a step up in the, in the quality of uh, the drug available. Well, there's a lot of information about that in, in Europe in general that uh, you know, sort of the, the, the purity uh, and efficacy I, – I don't even know really how to describe it. The drug is what they say it is, and it doesn't contain impurities yeah. in Europe is far greater than it is in the United States. So Because you, you can test the drugs in Europe uh, without having to be afraid of uh, – well, actually, there, was, there 
there are ways to test it in the U.S., but you don't get as good of information because of the it's DEA not as, restrictions. It's not nearly as inv- uh, available as it yeah. is um, in Europe. In some places in Europe, they'll have like mobile trucks. They'll set up government of a trucks that will <laughs> that will test people's drugs for them, then give them back so they can do them. Not that we support the government doing something like that. Just but, saying, but, that but here it's Dance Safe would do something like that. There are organizations. But you've got to send it out to them. I mean, right, often but here they would do drugs, it if they if they could. I mean, yeah, Dance yeah. Safe would go to raves and things like that. I'm sure if they I'm if sure they, they could and, and offer these testing services but that would be a, a violation of you know the federal law and the dea would crack down on them well i would suspect if you're hearing this and you are a drug warrior that the, the chances are that something you, your mind says well something in this is wrong uh, the, the information we aren't being given all of the information there's something special about this case if if in fact you have seen a redu- reduction in uh, drug users then they've done something else or whatever well, they have instituted treatment programs, uh, you know, government treatment programs where they treat these people like they're sick as opposed to like they're criminals. I don't think the government should have a role in this. In the same way, I don't think the government should force fat people to go on diets. I don't think the government should force addicts to go on, uh, you know, drug cessation programs. But, you know, that's just the where I'm coming from. But you can also look at Spain right next door, the only country that. Portugal is right next door to. Um, And you can see that their their numbers of addicts and people, you know, the the transmission of diseases and drug related crime significantly higher. I don't know what else. What other information you need? Let's continue with Joel listening in Tampa to WFLA. Joel, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hey, how are you doing, guys? Joel, Um, what's on your mind tonight? um, The the last guy caller from Florida, he uh, he just. He didn't bring it up, but Florida, I'm, I, I actually go between Michigan and Florida, and Michigan actually has decriminalized uh, marijuana and done the same thing like Colorado and California has done. They're raking in the money, right? People are, are it's, a, it's a new cash crop. Well, I come down here to Florida, um, pot is still illegal. However, there has been like this crazy surge of like legal herbal kind of highs and stuff. Yeah. And a lot of the local head shops, tobacco stores and stuff, it's been a major boon to them because they don't get taxed on it like tobacco and alcohol and other stuff. And all the people that, you know, the pot smokers, they're like, Hey, I can smoke this. It's legal. You know, I don't have to, go on a black market, I can just mm-hmm. go down. Well, as of July, I think first, it's now all of those legal highs, oh, herbal geez. highs are illegal in Florida. Oh, it, man. It's banned. So now all these people that have been, guess where they're going to try to go now? They're, they're going to have to go back to the black market right. and the drug dealers. So, yeah. Yep. That's Freedom is alive and well here. <laughs> yeah, Florida, that's where we come from uh, originally, and Florida is definitely not one of the uh, the more progressive states when it comes to uh, drug decrim. Yeah, this is one of these ping-pong ball things that you get with uh, the sort of Republican-Democrat things. Uh, drug legalization would be more of a Democrat issue if if they were going to be involved in it at not all. They even, certainly though. don't take much nope. of a stand on it. Oh, but everybody's embracing it in Michigan. I mean, uh, across the board, because well, I mean, it's... it's yeah, I'm, I'm glad back. to hear that, and I thank you for the call tonight, Joel. I appreciate it. At 800-259-9231, it's the only position that makes any sense. We're coming up. You take control. It's free time. Thousands of years ago, from the time of Moses to the time of Alexander the Great, Julius Caesar, and beyond... 
TrustedCoins.com brings you an incredible selection of authentic Greek, biblical, Roman, and Byzantine ancient coins, all certified authentic by world-renowned numismatic expert, Ilya Zlobin. Transport yourself to the distant past now at TrustedCoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. This is the live Saturday edition of the program. You can bring up what you want. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. Or if you're a drug warrior, somebody who believes in prohibition, somebody who believes in the war on drugs, what are your responses? What do you think about the news out of Portugal that basically says that, yeah, decriminalization works. It's cut the amount of addicts in half over the last 10 years. It has increased the safety of the use of drugs that are particularly the intravenous ones. It has dramatically reduced the amount of crimes that are associated with uh, with drug use and acquiring drugs. So uh, what, what do you think about that at 800-259-9231? Are you tired of watching the value of the dollar plummet? Are you tired of watching banks charging you fees all the time? Do you want to take back control of your own money? Then take a look at Bitcoin. Bitcoin is the world's first decentralized, anonymous internet currency, and it's gaining popularity every day. It's free to use, free to accept, and free from inflation forever. You can use Bitcoins anywhere in the world, and their value has been trending upward with time. To learn more, go to weusecoins.org. Again, that's weusecoins.org. All right, so there's one more point that I, uh, I wanted to make here. We'll continue right back uh, with your calls. But I think that in the face, because I don't know, we, it's very rare that we actually get real drug warriors to call the show. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll dig one up here tonight. But in the face of all this evidence that shows that decriminalization increases safety and increases uh, people's uh, ability to enjoy their life without having to be worried about being stuck up by some crazed crackhead, uh, that, uh, that it helps the people that are addicted, the decriminalization just does good things all around, you'll still find people that want to criminalize drugs. And I think that's because there are just some people that believe there's something wrong with altering one's state of consciousness, that they just have a problem with that. Well, they wouldn't do it in their life, so therefore you shouldn't do it in your life. The whole point about addicts being helped, uh, all the points about crime being reduced, all of that will mean nothing to a person who believes that you shouldn't alter your own state of consciousness. Now, whether or not that person actually alters their state of consciousness with drugs like caffeine or alcohol is another question, or nicotine. 800-259-9231. Let's go to Anthony listening to our new affiliate in Madison, Wisconsin, The Mike 92.1. Anthony, you're on Free Talk Live. How you doing, guys? Hey, welcome, sir. You've got to turn down a radio. I don't know if that's a radio in the back, but you've got to turn that down. No, that's my GPS. I believe that that America doesn't want to legalize drugs because they're bringing most of it in. And they making more money on it than anybody else in the country. Also, it who's was they? A race of people. I'm sorry. Well, first off, who was I they? Put, and then what, what was the second statement? I believe the government is, is they. They're the ones bringing in the cocaine. They're the ones bringing in the heroin. And they're making tons of money on it by keeping it illegal. So do you believe that the government agencies are doing it? Or do you think that people like, uh, you know, corrupt sheriffs or maybe, uh, you know, corrupt uh, Border Patrol agents or something like that? Are you saying that it's being done sort of systematically in the government? Or do you believe it's being done by government individuals? I believe it's being done systematically and everybody from the top down is getting paid. Okay. That's an interesting theory. What was the next what was the next statement? And my, my second comment, uh, by keeping it illegal, it is destroying 
a poor class of people because they're killing each other over really nothing. You know, yeah. uh, $20 here and there, they're, they're shooting and killing each other over, you know, peanuts. Indeed, Anthony, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. They're, you know, there are interesting stories out there about uh, the CIA, for instance, being involved. At, I think that they have do- – there's documentation that it has, uh, that it has happened. At right? high levels, right, of, uh, of bringing in drugs or facilitating the, uh, the bringing in of drugs. And, of course, there's lots of stories about uh, military people bringing in drugs and using their military connections and planes and such to, uh, to do smuggling, which, you know, that all makes sense. Uh, when you're in the criminal gang, the largest criminal gang, which is the federal government, uh, when you're in the criminal gang, or even if we're just talking about the local sheriff, when you're in the gang, you are pretty much insulated from suspicion in many cases. You're insulated from, in a lot of cases, investigation. Yeah, the FBI will bust some some corrupt cops from time to time. Uh, but you know, for the most part, these guys are getting away with it because, well, I, th- I don't know how official it is or how high level it all goes. Not, obviously, that would be speculation on on our parts, but we do know of stories where sheriffs, like the top sheriff, the sheriff in any given county uh, around the country, has been busted. Multiple sheriffs have been busted for being drug smugglers. I mean, that's that tells you something. So, if they're busting sheriffs and they're men of power, that says to me that most of the sheriffs that are doing that kind of work are not getting busted because it's difficult to bust a man of power. Take a look at this, uh, you know, this, uh, this this fellow from the IMF or whatever his name uh, was, the, uh, the that French guy, <laughs> and how his case suddenly. Uh, you know, fell like, apart. The guy you think that raped that it, the maid or whatever? Uh, supposedly yeah. raped the maid, right? And but do you think that your case, if you're a male, uh, would have fallen apart in the same way if your accuser had told some lie that was sort of peripherally, uh, you know, involved in the in the case? Likely not. Mm-hmm. So eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. And it's certainly true whether or not the corruption is systemic throughout the ranks of government. It's certainly true that in general, the people that are engaging in the war on drugs are profiting from it. I mean, they get a paycheck. And in many cases, they get more than just a paycheck. They get a forfeiture, what they call asset forfeiture, where if they pull you over and you've got some cash or some drugs in your car, they'll just take the car from you. You know, where we come from, Bradenton, Florida, there was a story not too long ago, maybe a couple of years at this point, but there was a story about how the cops down there would uh, pull the people over. Police, yeah. yeah, they would pull people over and then essentially coerce them, intimidate them into signing a form that essentially signs away all their rights and signs over their car to the police department in return for letting them go. So basically, they don't have to ever prosecute a case. Right. They wouldn't have to prosecute. It's just, they just get it for free. Right. They just take whatever the drugs are. They then just take the person's car and they say, see you later. We'll, we'll cut you loose. We got your car. You know, and if you're a person who lives in, say, downtown Bradenton, maybe things have changed down there. But, uh, you know, when I've gone down business, uh, business 41, what, what is 14th Street? I don't, don't know. Don't ask me. It doesn't uh, matter. You know, and uh, when I've gone down there to go to, say, the last kangaroo down, downtown pub, it was, oh, my God. I mean, I, I, I'd i rather give my crappy old car to these Braden and cops. I mean, you know, the place is covered in, in crappy old cars and people living in, you know, crappy old rentals and stuff like that. A lot of those people would rather just turn the car over. The, the you know, the cops sell it at auction. They make a few hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Wham, they win. The cops win. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the poor person is then walking. 
let's continue here because that's really it's going to stop you from using drugs if you get your ride taken away from you right if you uh, just have your your life thrown to shambles uh, by being arrested and or having your car stolen from you and or you know having your kids taken from you that's going to not drive you to more drug use or anything well who knows what it would do i but you know being what do you in bad, think being in bad circumstances does not generally cause people yeah. to uh, change their minds we continue here uh, i believe we've got beverly listening in florida to wfla beverly you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello. Hey there. What's on your mind tonight? Well, I just caught sort of the tail end of like the pill mill in Florida doing all that stuff, you know, with the pain clinics and stuff like that. Uh, I'm sorry. What do, what do you mean by that? Pill mill? You know, Florida? where they're busting these pain clinics and saying if they stop people from being on prescription drugs, they'll stop killing themselves. I think these kind of people will find some way to do it anyway. I think it's just a way for our government to get in our business and you know, take our money and impose more, you know, sanctions and fines and just, you know, be intrusive. I think I'd heard something about this. As I think someone called us once to say that there are these pain clinics all over Florida where it's easy to go in and get your hands on oxycodones and things like that to get prescriptions for these things. Well, actually, that's why I'm calling. I've had three major back surgeries and I have titanium in my back. Mm-hmm. And I had to be put on medication. And believe me, they just didn't hand it to me. I had to produce an MRI, show my records. I gotcha. mean, it's it's not what they're saying. I'm not saying that there's some bad places out there, but, I mean, it's just like what I think it is is those doctors make really good money, and I guess they just don't want them to make it. They want to make it, I guess. I don't know. You mean the government guys that are they're cracking yeah, are they cracking they, down? Yeah, stuff that Pam Bondi could do more than just go after something like this because these people are going to go back to street drugs and probably knock somebody out like me that gets a prescription just to take my prescription. It's true, uh, and I thank you for the call tonight, Beverly. There's a huge black market, or gray market, whatever you want to call it, illegal market in pain medications. And if they go and they shut down these pain uh, these pain clinics around Florida or wherever it is they are, if they go and they shut these places down, it'll make it, pe- it'll make it more difficult to acquire these drugs. And it, th- those people are still going to want their drugs. They're going to go to the black market. They're going to pay 20 bucks a pill in that case. Yeah. And that's going to lead to more, more robberies. More coming up. You already know that you can support Free Talk Live and the Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund by starting your Amazon or Newegg shopping at shop.freetalklive.com. But did you know that you can also spend bitcoins at Amazon or Newegg? That's right. Start your Amazon or Newegg shopping at spendbitcoins.com, and you can buy just about anything with bitcoins. So if you're using fiat currency, start all your shopping at shop.freetalklive.com. But when you want to spend bitcoins, start all your bitcoin shopping at spendbitcoins.com. That's spendbitcoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free, take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features there for free. So enjoy those on us, and if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, because, like I say, we give you the site for free, so if you want to help us, you can join the AMP program. AMP stands for Advertise Market and promote and the concept is you send us three bucks a month we don't put that into paychecks it goes right back out and be uh, is reinvested into this show getting free talk live on more radio stations we're approaching 110 not quite there yet uh but uh, it's getting on more radio stations it's bringing new internet listeners on board and exposing new people to the ideas of freedom you get perks too as an amplifier like access to the amp only call in lines amp only forum podcast and more the details are there for you at amp.freetalklive.com that's amp.freetalklive.com 
WXNTradio.com. Let's talk to Bob listening in Indy to WXNT. Bob, you're on Free Talk Live. Bob. Hey, guys. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Uh, well, I just wanted to talk about the uh, marijuana laws. And, you know, really, if you look at the big picture, they obviously don't want it to be right because it just makes way too much economic sense to do it. And it just... To, the to whole decriminalize picture, you mean? Yeah, it just makes it makes too much sense. So it's too obvious. And so there's obviously there's just too many people making money, whether they're making it off of the prisons or whether they're making it off of, you know, illegally doing it or whatever. Um, Yeah, there's just too much money involved in it. And so they're not going to let that go. Well, I mean, generally, I think it's a true statement you're making. However, I mean, we are seeing some improvements in this country. It's certainly not Portugal, uh, but we are seeing some states do some level of decriminalization. Massachusetts, for instance, a couple of years ago passed a marijuana possession decrim bill, which has basically resulted in people just not being afraid to carry pot around because when they get the $100 fine, they don't have to – I mean, if they don't pay it, there's no penalty for not paying. So people in mass are non-cooperating and uh, you know, they're not paying these fines. And when I say en masse, I mean en masse and en masse, uh, as in Massachusetts. <laughs> but uh, they are uh, – there are some, some, you know, some wins out there. Plus the medical marijuana obviously has been a success in – what is it, over 15 states now at this point? I yeah. think 16, something like that. But you know, medical marijuana has been a success in the, those states. But what it has resulted in California when they pushed for a legalization of marijuana – well, 10 or 15 years later, just last year, then the medical marijuana uh, establishments were actually working against legalization yeah, of marijuana sad. because they were protecting their marketplace. It's just so sad. Right. right. I, only- I remember that. Well, and I think, too, as far as, um, you know, I, for myself, I would just legalize it, tax it. Why not just do it like beer? Let the liquor stores sell it and then put yourself in a position where, you just free up the courts and you I would, you know, give amnesty to anybody that's been basically prisoned for just possession or even dealing just marijuana. Let them go. That statement would be enough to have me vote to, to vote for you for president. But um, the, the what you have to understand is the, the taxes that the government has gotten off of beer, wine, liquor and all those other stuff. Has it really done anything good with them? No, okay. no, no. Th- then we're no, on the same page. No. But that's only a proposal. <laughs> yeah. That proposal only sounds good to politicians. To me, I don't want the government anywhere near my weed. <laughs> Thanks for the call. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up anything. Let's talk to Jerry listening in Portsmouth to WNIS in Virginia. Hello, Jerry. Hello. I appreciate your your dialogue, and I really do appreciate your your word, uh, liberty. Welcome, um, sir. It's good to be on uh, WNIS. What's on your yes, mind tonight? Yes. Um, I, I was telling your screener that um, I, I viewed a, a DVD, I suppose, about four or five months ago called An Unreasonable Man. And, and, and before I, I tell you who actually uh, was that, that it was about. Uh, the I drugs are. That's my guess. The drugs are. No. No. Okay, go ahead. No. No, um, it's. Uh, I'd like. I'd, I'd like to just call out some names and, and just see if if if, if anybody uh, that's that's there with you even recognize these names or not. And I have a real good reason for uh, okay. saying it. James Harris. Nope. David McReynolds. Nope. Howard Phillips. The Howard Phillips didn't he run for president? Okay, very good. <laughs> um, Monica Moorhead. Okay, so uh, this has been a fun game. Where are you going with it? Natu- uh, John Hagelin, and I'll stop there because okay. 
because you're getting bored with the um, the natural um, law party. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, natural law party. There you go. Uh, well, my point is, is uh, would be this. It will probably never happen because of, of what the laws have been in the past. But if all these, if all these um, parties and, and some of them, and some of the, the listings of the parties are not, are not, um, they're going to shock a lot of people in, in regards to the wording. If all of these parties were allowed to be put on um, the ballot in, in all fifty states. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it would um, it it would it would give a a real fair whatever um, the the person who would win. It well, they'd would also be, need to be the, getting on the ballot in all fifty states would be useful, but they would also need to be uh, on the the debates as well. And I, I totally understand where you're coming from. I've seen the third party debates with the Green Party, with the Natural Law Party, with uh, the Libertarian Party. You know, like in the past, in the year two thousand, with Harry Brown. I think that was when it was Howard Phillips. Uh, but I, I could be recalling incorrectly. Anyway, my point being, these uh, third-party debates are lively. They're interesting. They're yeah. you know they're, they're the kind of thing that people would really want to listen to, rather yeah. than all the Republicans saying, "I'll kill more Arabs than he will." Yeah. Hey, thanks for the call tonight, uh, Jerry. I appreciate hearing. Sadly, from you. Uh, the, the third parties are just never going to get break into the two-party paradigm because, because it's built against them. The two parties are deciding who who can be in and who can't, and they're never going right. to let the third party in. So I, I guess the only way it seems to me that these uh, the, these these third party organizations are either a educational organizations or b people sort of imagining that they're important uh doing things uh you know going through the motions kind of like kids playing house these are people playing political party and mm-hmm. they they don't accomplish much. And Here's a problem with the third parties. There's a lot of problems. You've illuminated one of them, which is that the system is built against them. I think it was – was it the Daughters of American Veterans that used to run the debates? I thought it was Daughters of Revolution, but go ahead. Whatever. Anyway, the uh, there was a group that used to run the presidential debates. They gave up the presidential debates to this commission on the presidential debates, I think, at some point. Please correct me if I'm wrong on my history. I'm a little blurry on it. Uh, but And then the commission, which is run by Republicans and Democrats, decided that after Ross Perot made a real big showing, made a big splash in 1992, they decided that they needed to tighten down the restrictions a little bit because we can't be having these crazy people come in here with all their different ideas and getting people all excited about some real choice uh, at the national level. So let's make it so we'll control the everything from the temperature of the room all the way on down to who can get in and why. And they set up a you know essentially a set of instructions parameters criteria yep. and they made it basically an impossibility for anybody in any third party to get enough of a foothold to actually get in to the debates there's a requirement that they have to get a certain percentage in national polls uh right out the, the gate i think the ron paul revolution or the Lovolution or whatever you want to call it was a blueprint for how to get involved in one of the two parties because this is how you really make you can make your voice be heard i'm not saying that i think the politics is the end-all be-all that voting your one vote every four years is the way to solve problems i don't know mark those guys in the ron paul revolution didn't get their voices heard they got mics cut off and that they was tried the to go first to the that was the first step but now you'll take but then then what happened with the tea party and then what happened um you know in the last few years did the tea party get co-opted to some extent but well, they at least have to pay lip service when you have a a, a little tyrant like michelle bachman saying i read von mises at the beach for entertainment and then saying she wants to ban porn the right next day. 
When was the last time you heard uh, you know a presidential candidate besides Ron Paul, besides Gary Johnson, mention von Mises? I don't know. Never. That's because now they have I to see, pander. Pan- you're saying they're pandering. They ha- well, at least have to pander to some extent. Yeah, I, that I, doesn't mean anything. Well, of course. it means a little. Well, results is what means something. I agree with and you. You're well, never going to see results at the federal government the level. Old, the result period. you're going to see from the federal government is that it's going to spend itself into oblivion. The death throes are going to be violent uh, and when? dangerous, um, and it's going to Can hurt people soon? in the process. Can, uh, all the, all the people that are working throws. for it currently will probably never really receive their pensions. They're probably working for just the, pe- the paychecks they're getting now, Toll which, by the way, are sizable, ponderously large. Yeah, much larger than private counterparts. All right, so uh, 800-259-9231, the same. CAI toll-free line. Dan is in Indy listening to WXNT. Dan, you're on Free Talk Live. Hi, guys. How's it going? Hey, what's on your mind, Dan? Um, I, you guys have been advertising Bitcoins, and I read the other day on Wired.com yes. that there's now malware out there targeting uh, Bitcoin wallets. There is malware mm. out there targeting everything on your computer. Right. Well, they, they can steal your Bitcoin wallet. One guy lost 50 grand. That was yep. the story. I mean, you know, what? I'm sure that there are some stories about people and other malware and all Just kinds like of bad your stuff. regular wallet, it's important to keep it safe. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah the, it, it's very important to keep it safe. Uh, yep. Some of the things you can do is don't store it in the same location, put it on a thumb drive. Thumb drive. Right, or yeah. encrypt it uh, was, is another option Encrypted on well. a thumb drive. There, well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Hey, thanks, Dan, for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. WeUseCoins.org is where you can go to learn more about the Bitcoin. Hour two's next. You take control. It's Free Talk Live. Are you moving to New Hampshire for the Free State Project? Maybe you are already here and need to find a place to call your own. Mark Warden, the Porcupine Realtor, will help you find the perfect property. Do you want a home with 50 acres of land? How about an income-producing building? Perhaps a cabin on a lake or a condo in an urban area? Invest in liberty and property. Contact Mark Warden, Porcupine Realtor. See his banner ad at freetalklive.com. Or visit porcupinerealtor.com. That's porcupinerealtor.com. This is Free Talk Live. We're launching into the second hour of the live Saturday edition of the program. The toll-free number for you is 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site totally free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. And joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. Um, So last hour, for those of you just tuning in, the news that we were reporting to you, which you're probably not going to see on the front page of any newspaper or on any uh, main news website or your local 11 o'clock news, is that after a decade of drug decriminalization, not full-on decrim, but partial decrim, in Portugal, they have had tremendous success. Now, we reported on the successes uh, you know, in this, on this show in the past of what's gone on in Portugal, but 10 years is a, you know, it's a good number, so it's a good time to take a look back, take a, a retrospective, and, and look at where they've, uh, where they've come from. Now, you look back into the 1990s, and there's significant statistics. What did you say? 100,000? I don't think you mentioned the actual numbers on the air, Mark. Right. It was 100,000 people in Portugal that were, were drug addicts yeah. in, the, in the early 1990s. Right. And then after a decade of decrim, what's that number down 40, to? 40,000. 40,000 people. That's so what they're huge. identified as, as drug addicts. But, of course, they identified the previous ones. So there That's you go. That's a huge drop. Huge. And the safety 
of people has uh, gone up. People walking on the streets are no longer as in danger from crazed, drug-addled people who want to get their next hit because it's not a criminal activity anymore. It's not something they have to be as afraid of. They don't have to be a paranoid around. I bet your prices have come down a little bit too, but that's just me speculating. I don't know if that there's actual news about that. I suspect that's true, but they didn't mention that. Right. Well, because well, they did mention that there was a stunning, a spectacular, I believe is the term they used, a spectacular decrease in drug-related crime. And yeah. now they don't go into specifically what drug-related crime is. Does that mean that the buying and selling of drugs is de- diminished? Because it doesn't seem like it. These people are still getting their drugs. Um, but – or does it mean people stealing money to get drugs? I suspect that's what they're trying to say. Likely. That's what I would like to see diminished because I don't do drugs. I'm not interested in doing heroin but I do know that my family lives under the, the, the sort of Damocles, the, the threat every single day that some heroin addict might come out to our house, try to rob us for our money because the price of heroin has been driven up artificially by this drug war. Or maybe you'll go shopping, come back to the car and find out the car stereo has been jacked out of the Yeah, vehicle. I don't imagine they're going to get much out of a, a, of a you know, standard factory stereo. Well, I thought you had a new uh, new stereo in there, but anyway. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, 100 bucks is what I bought it for? What do you think yeah, you're going to sell tra- that for? It'll, you'll trade, they'll trade it for a crack rock. I mean, maybe they'll trade one. it for a hit of crack. <laughs> well, yeah, but these people will do whatever it takes to get their next fix. Well, I'll tell you, I, I, you know, I had a car that was burglarized in Sarasota, Florida, out there just off Main Street while I was at the Golden Apple Theater, and they cut the, the top on it for some change that I had in the sort of center console. Yep. A handful of change. Same thing happened with my car. Uh, it wasn't as nice of a car as yours, but uh, up here, Luther, my roommate at the time, had taken my car out to go get a haircut. When he came out, the, a piece of my center console was missing. So they just had like leaned into the car, jacked the entire piece of the center console out that held all the, the pocket change uh, that was in there. So they probably got about three bucks in change out of that. Just desperate. They're just desperate people. And so decriminalization can lead to reductions in uh, those sorts of crimes, those smash and grabs, stick-ups, etc. But if you actually had full-on decriminalization, it would be even better because uh, right now Portugal's only partial decriminalization. It's only decriminalization of small amounts of all drugs. So it's good that they've done it for all drugs instead of just marijuana. That's a big step over anything that's happened here in the United States. But it hasn't gone all the way in that dealing drugs is still illegal in Portugal. That's a problem because as long as dealing drugs is still illegal, you still have all the black market aspects of, uh, of dealing drugs, you know, including the violence that comes along with the, the black market drug trade where instead of, uh, say, you know, with alcohol vendors respecting each other's territory because they're opening you – know, they're operating in the open, uh, they, they have public reputations, drug dealers don't care. They don't have those public reputations to worry about, and so they'll protect their territory, or what they perceive as their territory, with violence. That's one of the, one of the things. Also, the safety, uh, the quality, and the purity, uh, the availability, consistency of the drugs, that's all another, uh, those are all other issues that can be solved. But the price is also a big thing. If you had full-on drug decriminalization, and anyone who wanted to could go into ma- uh, marketing and manufacturing and distributing drugs – then you would have a true open market, a free market in drug uh, sales, and therefore prices would come way down. The prices in the world of drugs, in the world of illegal drugs, are dramatically increased by thousands of percents over what their actual market value should be. Go and look at a, a bottle of aspirin on the shelf at your local uh, your local CVS or or a twenty four hour uh, pharmacy. You're looking at maybe a buck to three bucks for a bottle of aspirin. 
for 90 pills or something like that. Compare, compare that to the price of one pill of ecstasy on the streets. 20 bucks for one pill. That can come down, and it can come way down. The reason it's 20 bucks is because every pair of hands that uh, that pill passes through has to make enough money on, the, on a transaction in order to make the risk they're taking and possibly going to jail for selling it worthwhile. Sure. If you take that risk out of the equation by decriminalizing drugs fully, which nowhere has, uh, has truly done, then the prices dramatically decrease. Therefore, all the addicts that need to get their fix can go and do it at the local pharmacy right. and can do it for pennies on the dollar in comparison. It's all you have to do is, is all you have to do is look at how laudanum was priced back a hundred years ago versus sort of other drugs and like aspirin and things like that. Willow mm-hmm. bark, uh, which is, you know, the aspirin's an extract from. Take a look at these prices. You can find them right on the internet if you really care. If you didn't really care about uh, you know, throwing people in jail and destroying lives, uh, destroying families, if that wasn't your concern and you really cared about what was true, right, and just, just take a look at what laudanum, which is a heroin tincture, uh, you know, cost versus other drugs, and then you would see what heroin would cost now. I suspect a dose of heroin would, would be under a dollar. Let's talk to you, your thoughts. Shadow, listening in Huntsville to WBHP. Shadow, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, um, the subject I was going to talk about, everybody's all, already uh, done it, so I'll just adapt here and get you one. You guys talk about liberty. Well, I'm into it, too. And I remember when I lived in Florida, I had this buddy of mine, a Cal- cool California hippie. I'm a biker, so that's pretty unlikely uh, pair right there, hippie and biker. But what we did one night, just to show you about liberty, we went into a couple of neighborhood places, opened up uh, a bag of pop, pulled out the zigzag papers, and started smoking up right in there and handed them out to everybody, including the owner and the waitresses. And believe it or not, we got away with it. Now, the second place was really fun. How long ago was, was this, fun. Shadow? You always, you've always you called before, and you're usually telling stories that come from, like, 1960. No, this, was, this one here was in the 70s, anyway. Okay. And then, and so... Uh, do you think you could do there. that today? Because that sounds like a great story, just going in and you know violating the war on drugs or violating the drug laws yeah. in the open. Uh, do you think you could get away with that today? Well, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I think I could still do that to certain places anyway. People knew us anyway. Yeah, it but would really have to be the place right place run by the right person because I think most business owners would be scared S-less uh, to do yeah. something like that. They'd be so frightened that an undercover cop or a uniformed cop would walk through the door and then you know hold them responsible for what their patrons were doing. Well, the second place, a cop did come through the door, but he was a friend of mine. He's an Indian, American Indian, just like I am too. And when he walked around the corner and saw Dale and me sitting there, he just laughed and says, well, I might have known it'd be you two, because only you two got enough guts to do something like this. Then he asked us if the stuff was any good, and we said, yeah. So we gave them some, too, so here we are. <laughs> Everybody, me and Dale, the barmaid, the, the owner of the place, and then a lieutenant the narcotics division in the uh, police right there, and we're all talking away and drinking away, man. You know? It's almost <laughs> unbelievable, Shadow. Thanks for the call. Yeah, I appreciate was... hearing from you. It's a good story, though. I don't know if it's true, but it is a good story. I, you know, it's, it's, it sounds like that uh, fear of loathing in Las Vegas. What, what do you mean? Well, it just kind of has that feel to Did it. Did they get high with the cops in that movie? I don't no, recall that. No, it's just, you know, it's, it's such a oh, drug okay. movie. 
Right, right. But I mean, the unique part of that story is getting high with a narcotics officer. I mean, that's I'm that's sure not it's been something done. everybody. Oh yeah, that's absolutely has been done. I know. I've smoked uh, pot with a narcotics officer, an ex narcotics officer, I should say. All right, eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up what you want. I mean, I've smoked pot with people who became cops and people who used to be cops. Can't say for sure I've done it with any who are currently on duty. More coming up here, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control of the airwaves. It's Free Talk Live. As a smoker, you know traditional cigarettes are unhealthy, and the taxes be the very beast stealing your freedom to smoke. That's why the Vapor Station offers an assortment of electronic cigarette kits. Each rechargeable, refillable kit is an effective, affordable alternative to smoking. No combustion, no tar, no foul, lingering odors, and no smoke, secondhand or otherwise. Just inhale pure enjoyment and exhale vapor. Take a puff just about anywhere without getting hassled. Get your e-cigarette kit now at VaporStation.com. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up what you want. Dial in toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features free. And we've got a mobile site, so you can go to m.freetalklive.com to get quick access to our live streams as well as uh, the podcast. Go to m, as in mobile.freetalklive.com. Have you ever been the victim of an injustice and then decided to do nothing about it because attorneys are just too expensive? Jurisdictionary.com is the course for people who don't have attorneys. It arms you with the information on how to use the court's rules. Until you have until you have this information and know these rules, you're fighting in the dark. If you're going to deal with courts and you're not going to hire an attorney, you need jurisdictionary.com. If you don't if you do have an attorney, you probably should watch what he's doing and know the information that's contained in with in within jurisdictionary.com. It works for plaintiffs or defendants in civil or criminal matters in state or federal courts. Costs less than an hour with any good attorney, and the four-CD course is so easy, the average eighth grader could learn it in a weekend. There's lots of free tools over there at Jurisdictionary.com. When you check out, remember to use the pull-down menu and mention Free Talk Live so they know where you heard it from, Jurisdictionary.com. Toll-free number 800-259-9231. Another uh, problem with prohibition, of course, anybody that pays attention knows this, is corruption. That it uh, encourages not only the police making money on uh, the paychecks that they get and the forfeitures that they take, uh, but they also, some of them make a little money on the side, like uh, Boynton Beach, CBS4 reporting out of Miami, considered a role model by his peers and named Officer of the Year in 2010. Boynton Beach Police Officer David Brito has been charged with conspiring to sell more than 500 grams of, not pot, but meth. Like, that's the lowest of the low for corrupt cops. Mm. It's one thing for for a cop to be slinging a little pot around, but to be selling meth? That's probably the worst drug in America, right? 500 grams of methamphetamines between June 2009 and March 2011. The U.S. Attorney's Office and the DEA announced the indictment of uh, Brito, who joined the Boynton Police Department in 2007. He also taught the department's Teen Police Academy. Brito received the department's highest honor last year for, among other things, using CPR to save a two-year-old girl who almost drowned in the family's pool and helping to identify a man suspected of shooting two street preachers. In a statement, the chief of police said an internal affairs investigation is ongoing and uh, the, the man is facing a potential life sentence if he's convicted of this. 
Now, I don't think anybody should go to jail for selling drugs. I think it's a completely consensual act and they should, uh, you know, drugs should be decriminalized. But it certainly is interesting to see when police do it, isn't it? Because they're doing it more often than you think. Suddenly they get caught. So, you know, every so often. You know, that evidence locker is uh, it, it's something that really just draws in a lot of cops. Imagine what it's like. I mean, you know, imagine what it would be like if you worked someplace where you could get to a bunch of gold bars. And then you realize that marijuana is the largest cap cash crop in the world and that small little tiny things like crack can bring you, you know, hundreds of dollars per pound. I don't know what it costs. Frankly, I don't know. But I know that there's little pieces and they get them for 10 or $20 or yeah. whatever they are. Um, and, you know, the, to the expectation that you're going to hire people and they're not going to get involved in this stuff. I mean, this is just it, this is ludicrous. This is lo- this stuff is ruining this war on drugs is ruining generation after generation of Americans, whether they're cops or civilians or what they are. Let's talk to Marty listening in Tampa to WFLA. Marty, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Wow. You just uh, uh, said what I was going to say. It's like. <laughs> So, it should be legalized exactly because of that. Because Well, there are so many reasons uh, that it should be legalized. I didn't yeah. mean to take all the words out of your mouth there, Marty. <laughs> well, well you, you just did. But, you know, it's just so... It goes on and on and on. Well, right. Of course it goes on and on and on. I mean, if they could actually win the war on drugs, then it would be an awful government program because they want government programs that can go on and on and on. There are always new drugs coming out, and, of course, no one ever really stops taking drugs. They can put all the drug addicts in prison that they want to, but the drugs get into the prisons, so, you know, it doesn't matter. They can't stop it, and they know it. Any cop that's honest with you will tell you this. That's all nonsense because you can't put all these drug addicts in the prison. Because well, true, but they're trying. I mean, they're building new prisons all the time to make uh, make more room for more drug addicts. Because uh, what is it that the federal uh, prisoners is like seventy percent drug crimes? I think I've, yeah. I've heard numbers so that, like that. that. I have to. Uh, that's nonsense. This should all be legalized, and uh, you know, you're... Marty, I'm with you, man. Thank you. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. You Taxes, know, eh. You know, I'm not going to get on board with that one. I, 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 for those that listen to the show regularly, you know that I spent a good portion of my life in prison. And I'm telling you that a, the vast majority of people are in, not just for drug crimes, but drug-related crimes. Mm-hmm. So if you're on crack and you're robbing a liquor store... In order to get money to buy crack, I would call that a drug-related crime. Yes, and this this creates a, a sense of desperation in in people that are you know in addicts. Let's continue. So uh, you know, if you want to diminish crime, if you want to if if you want to do away with violent crime to to the numbers of like seventy or eighty percent, yeah, legalize drugs. David is in Georgetown, Delaware, listening to WGMD FM. David, you're on Free Talk Live. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Okay. Well, I know that you, you've talked about your own bumper stickers and so forth. Uh, can I tell you two bumper stickers that I have on my vehicle, please? Certainly. Which is, which is a uh, 19 or a uh, 2006 Ford Focus, okay. one of the companies that didn't take any American uh, dollars or anything else. That's good. One of the uh, bumper stickers says, drill for American oil now. And drill now, drill everywhere. And then the second one says, proud to have served in the United States Armed Forces. 
Okay, so I've got problems with both of them, right? Um, I, you know, I think that the United States government has a great deal of land it has itself, and it sort of rents out the rights to drill on this land. The United States government shouldn't own this land. It should sell it to people who want it. And if oil companies want to buy it, then they should be able to drill on it. But they should get no subsidies whatsoever from the I United States government. I understand that. And so I that's, understand that's that. the, the other point. And, you know, the, the, the proud to serve in the military. I, well, wait a minute. Of what are you most proud? I mean, specifically of your time in the military. I'm, I'm not making a judgment about the two. I am very, very proud that I have served in the United States Armed Forces. Why? Because I did what I needed to do at the time that I joined the military, and it was very important at that point in time. And I learned a lot. I had outstanding leaders. I was in outstanding physical shape. Um, they you, taught did me you kill anybody? No, no, sir, I did not. I was an intelligence officer based in uh, uh, Vietnam, uh, in Kontum, Vietnam, which was in the Central Highlands, and I was debriefing special forces teams which were going into Cambodia and Laos and returned to... Um, Fighting illegal uh, wars. Um, at that time, it was denied that they were going in there, but that's an, that's a story for another time. But I did that my job. Proud? But does that doesn't that bother you that you're working for an organization that claims to uphold the law and then breaks it? I cannot speak for President Nixon because he is now dead. But I am proud of my service, and I'm proud to wear um, um, the the military insignia. For, for the country. Thanks for the call, Which, David. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Uh, I don't see how anybody could be proud of being associated with a band of killers. 800-259-9231. You take control. Free Talk Live. Hi, I'm Mark Craighead, founder of Crossbreed Holsters. Are you looking for a concealed carry holster? Crossbreed Holsters is the home of the world-famous Super Tuck, the most comfortable concealed carry holster on the market today. Try one out and see how truly discreet and comfortable carrying concealed can be. And find out why we call it the ugliest holster you'll ever love. We are the standard others try to imitate. Get the original. Get your Super Tuck at CrossbreedHolsters.com. Again, that's CrossbreedHolsters.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves. Bring up what you want at 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free, so enjoy those on us. And those features include the bulletin board system where you can get interactive with other Free Talk Live listeners over at bbs.freetalklive.com. bbs.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live is brought to you by the Free State Project. You want to have a chance at achieving liberty in your lifetime? You've got to get together with other people who care enough to actually do something about it. Because complaining on the radio waves isn't going to cut it. Yeah, the, the government, the size of government, the so- scope of government is increasing every day in the United States. It's increasing in your state, your state government. Its budget is getting bigger while the economy is, is teetering on the brink. Here in New Hampshire, we had a 12% cut in the state budget. 
Yeah, not only that, but they also legalized, uh, I think, all knives a couple of years ago yeah, as well. You know, that's that's it, like a big deal. Yeah, it, it's a big deal of showing it's sort of a proof of concept. Yeah. And once we get more folks here, but Liberty I, people I don't have think everybody elected. says, here's on the radio, you know, hey, you can own any kind of knife you want in New we've, Hampshire now. We've had convicted uh, of felony. open marijuana smoking here, uh, the massive 420 civil, uh, civil disobedience that has been going on here. Huge. So the political successes are something that, uh, like the third parties we talked about earlier tonight, the third parties only wish they could have the kind of political successes that the free staters have had thus far in new hampshire uh those of us like you and i mark who moved here as part of the free state project so it's not just political it's also outreach it's media it's uh, getting active in civil disobedience and non-cooperation there's a a very robust movement up here and it's pretty exciting because it keeps just getting better as more people move go and get the details if you love liberty that is if you understand what freedom is, and that is the uh, ability to live your life how you want, as long as you don't harm anybody else, you don't aggress against other peaceful human beings, and you allow others to also be free. If you get that, then go to freestateproject.org, learn more about this movement, and get on up here. Freestateproject.org. As we continue here, we'll take uh, your calls, of course, about what you want. 800-259-9231. Let's go to Roger, listening in Evansville, Indiana, WGBF. Roger, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, how are you guys doing? Hey, what's on your mind, right. Roger? Well, I got two points. Uh, one, you're talking about prohibition, and back about 45 years ago, didn't all the drug companies have logos and papers and slogans and everything for marijuana? And then they decided uh, to criminalize it, and so we got into all of our big drug problems we've got. I don't understand your I, question. No, I think that it was much far. Marijuana was criminalized, uh, you know, much longer than 40 years ago. More Wait, like- I don't understand the question. Can you re-ask it? Yeah, I said, I from what I heard, you know, I was only a kid at the time. It could have been a bunch of people blowing smoke. But they said that the uh, tobacco companies had gone in and got logos and slogans and everything. Yeah, this because- is, I think this is an urban legend. Uh, that's what I thought you were getting at. I just wanted to make sure I was understanding you correctly. This is the old Marlboro Gold urban legend, the idea that, uh, like, you know, these tobacco companies had a, a product ready to go in case of uh, drug decriminalization and, uh, the, you know, that they would, that, that if drugs were decriminalized, that they would be, you know, Johnny on the spot, ready to rock and roll with a, with a uh, you know, like a, a rolled up marijuana cigarette. Maybe there's truth to it, but I don't think there's ever been any kind of uh, verification of that. Okay, the other thing was, you were talking about all the damage it does. Uh, back in eight or December of uh, 79 at Pease Air Force Base, they had a drug bust of 10 guys, and I was their boss, so I knew nine of them were definitely bogus charges, and uh, then they, they ended up spreading to 33 people, and there again, I knew that was most of that was bogus. They got one conviction out of 33 people, but it ruined people's lives and schedules and everything for six months to about two years. One guy had gotten married, and there was so much stress and strain over it. His wife uh, ended up losing a baby. Oh gosh! Yeah. And uh, was the one guy that got convicted the one guy that you didn't know for sure it was a setup? Uh. No, no, but what it was, it was they had squeezed one guy on some damage he'd done to an aircraft, uh-huh. and so he just started telling all sorts of stories. I see. In fact, in fact, there were even three charges against me, and it was so BS that I went into the Office of Special Investigations and blew all the 
allegations out of the water in about five minutes. Hey, Roger, so there's no doubt that the, the that the war on drugs has destroyed countless lives uh, with all of its prosecutions every single year in this country. Over 1.5 million people are arrested, and most of those people end up taking plea bargains, getting criminal records, and having their lives uh, pretty much partially or fully destroyed. Thanks for the call. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231, which is one of the reasons why it has been posited, I think, by the folks over at Law Enforcement Against Prohibition, that uh, the cure is worse than the you know the the problem. Yeah, I think that that's exactly what uh, what the problem is with drugs in the United States is you know the doing drugs is is bad for you. It's bad for your relationships. It's bad for your health. It's bad for your family. The drug war is terrible for society. It's terrible for the economy. It's worse. It it's, makes things worse. It's terrible. Those guys in those SWAT uniforms busting doors in are not doing anything for the economy. They are not creating wealth. They no. are destroying wealth. And they're not helping anybody either. No. They're helping their bureaucracy get a bigger budget the next right. year. That's Portugal here, uh, the, the story we read earlier, Portugal is a great example of how this sort of war on drugs mentality is not solving anything. Except creating jobs for organized crime, and creating jobs for police. Uh, but I repeat myself. <laughs> Anthony is on the line. A different Anthony calling from Madison, listening to the Mike 92.1 WXXM. Hello, Anthony. Hey, how are you doing? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Uh, I was just calling because I was listening to the way you were talking to that Vietnam vet. That he fought so that you have the right to have this radio show. Really? And have the right to have how your is freedom that? of speech. How is that? I think that was an issue in Vietnam. Because I... I, well, I believe Were the that Vietnamese our taking our I believe that our soldiers and our military members are there to protect our freedoms. And while we might not, well, that's your belief, but there's no evidence of it. There's no evidence of it. No. So there's no evidence that if we hadn't gone into World War II to completely to stop the Nazis, that they want to come here. The man didn't sound ninety to me, dude. And also, uh, Smedley Butler, two-time uh, Medal of Honor winner. The guy, for, the guy wasn't fighting in World War II, I could tell by his voice. Uh, but the two-time Medal of Honor winner, Smedley Butler, said that Germany could never take over the United States by sea. And that's how I you see. have to get here. Well, what are they going to do? They're going to they gonna drop paratroopers? <laughs> In, in the United I, States, where there's more guns I, than people? I think, I, I think your attitude is a perfect example of the problem with the youth in our society. That you have I'm older no than you, dude. I know. And, <laughs> and you know what? And you have less respect for our soldiers and our military members than I anybody have no I've respect ever heard for, talk on I have, the show. I have no respect, you're right, for organizations that use violence to solve problems. So you really believe that the military actually is you know, protecting your freedom? What evidence I, do you have I completely of that? In one, I completely and 100% believe that without our military there to protect our freedom, our country wouldn't be here anymore. Are you it talking about the War of 1812? Gone. I mean, I'm not, I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe we could have an argument about the so, War of 1812. So, be, so because our military has done their job so well that they've kept the wars off of our soil... That means that they've done the will and the whims of politicians so well that they have brought uh, violence like 9-11 upon us, if that's what you're saying. So, um, back to the Vietnam guy. Okay. He called, he, obviously, he was drafted because it was Vietnam. Everybody gets not drafted. Everyone was no, no, majority, no, plenty not of everybody. Hang on. I, let me correct myself. The majority of the people were drafted for Vietnam. And well, they, he went and he served his country because they asked him to volunteer. They voluntold him to do it. And, and so we should respect those people for having gone before us 
to do what our government wants to ask them to do. That kind of sounds like Shinto ancestor worship or something. No, <laughs> I, am, I am not going to respect these people because they did what they were told. I mean, lots of people, you know what, the, the hitmen and the mafia do what they're told. Being drafted isn't being asked. You're, you said they were asked, and when you're drafted, you're not asked. It's called voluntold. Okay, voluntold. That, that, whatever that, that means. Hitmen in, the, that, that, hitmen in the mafia do what they're told, man. Do I, should I respect them? I mean, they, they have a violent job. Mark, they don't wear I, the colors I, I, and the I, flag. I prefix, I prefix that statement by saying what the government asked them to do. What our government, the government is organized crime. crime. If you believe the government's organized crime, then go to a different country. I believe, I believe their believe governments America are organized crime, crime too. too. Thanks, Thanks for the call. Time. Appreciate it. Yeah, there's no other place you can go because all governments are organized crime. Government too. is, by its definition, uh, uh, an organization that claims for itself the monopoly privilege of the use of violence in a, in a given geographic area. It is organized crime. It's the most successful organized crime syndicate in a given area. 800-259-9231. Free talk live. The Ruger LC9, compact, powerful, and perfect for personal protection. The LC9 is only slightly larger than the popular Ruger LCP, features a checkered grip frame to provide a secure and comfortable grip, and includes a finger grip extension floor plate. The LC9 also has a dovetailed high-visibility three-dot sight system, blued alloy steel barrel, manual safety, and loaded chamber indicator. The LC9, another innovative American-made product from Ruger. Learn more about the Ruger LC9 at ruger.com LC9. What you want, dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, and we give you the features there for free. So enjoy those on us. Uh, You can support the show, by the way, by shopping with us at shop.freetalklive.com. When you enter Amazon through the links there at shop.freetalklive.com, will get a portion of your purchase price. It's still the same great Amazon with a huge selection that you're used to, free super saver shipping on brand new, a lot of their brand new items, uh, even used items if you want. You can buy used through Amazon at shop.freetalklive.com. It's just that Amazon sends us a cut of their sale, a cut of their profits for sending them the business. So you're going to do the shopping online anyway. Why not do it through our links at shop.freetalklive.com. And uh, more coming up here with you and your thoughts at 800-259-9231. Kind of two topics floating out there, but you can also bring up anything you'd like. Uh, folks talking about prohibition and the end thereof, uh, as well as the military and whether or not they actually are keeping you free. Yeah, you know, I, I, there, there must be a less bombastic and iconoclastic way for me to say that I don't think the military has been employed in a just and honorable fashion. And therefore, I don't think that the people who have signed up, even though they believed that that was the case. And look, I believed it at one point in my life, too, that they that their efforts were wholly just and uh, sanctified because they were obeying the whims of politicians whom we have very little recourse against since incumbents get elected on more than a 90 percent, uh, uh, you know, reelection rate here in this country. I don't think it's a government of the people. I don't think the military is doing the will of the people. I don't think it's keeping us free. Let's talk ladies first to Bonnie listening in Indy. Uh, to WXNT. Bonnie, you're on Free Hi Talk there. Live. Good evening. Hey there. Um, don't you think there is enough impaired people on the road right now drinking alcohol that we don't need them smoking marijuana? Well, first of and all, they are smoking to... marijuana. Uh, people smoke yeah, marijuana right now. Yeah, but if it was right legalized, now. if it was legalized, I might be smoking it. Really? Is that but the one thing is... that's holding you back? 
Oh yeah. Really? Definitely. You are very Definitely. rare. You're a very rare individual, Bonnie. Have you ever smoked marijuana? I'm not going to answer that one. You can figure that one out. Bill Clinton did. Barack Obama <laughs> yeah. did. George Bush did. They didn't get arrested. You well, can go ahead and say it. We don't know who you no, are, no. Bonnie. Uh, I know. But, uh, okay, my youth and my indiscretion, maybe, is that the word? I see. You know about these people in Portugal? Wait, wait a second. Before you go on, Bonnie, I have, a, yeah. I have a very important question. Would your life be okay. substantially better if you were thrown in jail for a period of months and, uh, you know, in, know in some level impoverished? Break, I know better than to break the law. But you did break the law. You just claimed to have done, broken the law in your youth, did you not? Yeah. And then I should have got you, caught, then I would have gotten punished. Absolutely yeah. true. But yeah. you should have, according to I the rules, you should have been things. caught. And I'm asking you not whether you wanted to be caught. I'm asking whether your life would be significantly better if you were walking around with a felony charge and you had had that kind of impoverishment in your youth when, you know, you're sort of uh, your place in the world. I got caught for other things. I got caught for other things. There are consequences to our actions. Yes, you have to have consequences. So you think? So you think that? Uh, do you have a daughter or a son today? Uh, yes. Okay. Now, how old are how old are your uh, your kids? Thirty five and thirty. Okay. Let's let's say that uh, let's say there are twenty, and uh, let's say your daughter gets caught for possession of marijuana. She ends up going to jail for uh, for ninety days, and then is on probation for two years. Ends up. You accidentally... know what? I did a better job of raising my kids than that. Are you telling me your kids didn't I smoke did pot? I did a better job. Are you telling me your kids didn't smoke pot? I know for sure one did not. 100% sure. 100% you know for sure, sure. that so your kids smoke pot. So at least there's one that did smoke pot. Do you think that uh, your child would be better off today had they spent some time in prison? Honey, they yes, did it smart. But I don't. You didn't answer the so question. It's the dumb drug dealers that only go to prison. Is that right? Do what now? It's only the dumb drug uh, drug users that go to prison. I think so. Yeah, yeah well, you're living a fantasy that's, world, Bonnie. That's a pretty okay, crappy minute, attitude. So you think, that, you think that smart minute, people... The guys in Portugal... No, wait a minute. Because I'm, I'm an old woman, okay? And if I don't say what's on my mind, I forget it. Okay. The people in Portugal... This is from nine, the 90s. You're saying there was a, um, a study done? Nope. Uh, no, no. Drugs, Let's get it, give you some straight information here. It was in the early yeah, 90s that Portugal had 100,000 uh, drug addicts. They decriminalized uh, small amounts of drug possession. In, in 2001. The, in 2001. It's been 10 years, and now they have 40,000 drug addicts. So the amount of drug yeah, addicts is more than half. the others are all dead, honey. They're no, all dead. Look, oh, so the drug de- – okay, look. Yeah, L- law dead. enforcement against prohibition says that the same amount of people were addicted to drugs 100 years ago in this country when all drugs were legal as are addicted now. The fact is that you have to have better systems than throwing people in jail for stopping drugs. If it's illegal, don't do it, people. I agree. So That's mindless. a good system, right? Don't That's a good system it. for some people. But why didn't you do it, and why didn't your kids do it? It's illegal. No, you, aren't even you did it, and your kids did it. I don't do prostitution. You're not do even anything. listening, well, Bonnie. You, okay, you I'm, not, I'm not sure that that's entirely true, right? Like, I think we all trade, uh, you know, our physical relations for you know, the, the the way that our mates treat us and things like that. So, on a level, we all do prostitution. I, I agree with you on that one. Bonnie, thanks for the if call. Appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. Prostitution's only okay if you're married. <laughs> <laughs> right straight, straight from Bonnie's mouth. Let's talk to Linda listening in Charleston to WSC-FM in South Carolina. Hello, Linda. How can I talk to you and y'all make me laugh? <laughs> also provoke such thought, and I don't want to hurt Bonnie's feelings, 
I'm not classy like you all are. But you don't know she, me. You know, if she honestly thinks her children haven't tried. My children <laughs> raised them very well. They came to me and talked to me about smoking. We shared. I want it legalized. I don't think marijuana is addictive. I'm sure there's stuff out there legal, like alcohol and stuff that is. Caffeine, nicotine. <laughs> I'm on it all, my God. He <laughs> ate. I, I don't crave marijuana like I do my coffee and cigarettes. I'm swearing it. Yeah. But what our kids are doing today, and I've never tried it, I want to say ecstasy, but now that just sounds like a woman's dream. <laughs> I just, woman's not fair because she acts like, she, well, once I got to be an adult and smart, which it's not a question of ignorance or intelligence. It's a question of she does illegal things. And whether you have a right to do it or not, if you want to do it, I think our people's thinking, and I would hope it stays that way, it's my life. I'm the one that's got to die when it's my time to die. I want to live my life the way I want to. I'm not going to step on anybody's toes. I'm high right now, not from marijuana because I don't have any, but I'm drinking alcohol. I'm not out there and drink and drive um, i love you linda yeah you I, I want everybody to know we did not pay linda to call in but i'll take it <laughs> <laughs> thanks for the call appreciate hearing from you tonight at 800-259-9231 that's yeah. funny you know, and this is a realistic view. Uh, I mean, look, your kids are going to do drugs. Would you rather yeah. them do drugs with pimply-faced kids driving around town, or would you rather them smoke pot in your house where you know what they're doing? I'm not saying I love the idea of my little boy who's three growing up and smoking pot. I don't. I would prefer he didn't. But I know that the human animal, as it is, likes to have its mind altered. And he's my son. He's probably going to do these things. And I'll tell you, I was in a lot of dangerous situations that, you know, if if my parents had tried something different, maybe things would have worked out differently. I don't know. I'm not blaming them or anything like that. I'm just saying that we need to we need to try new things. This war on drugs not working. Well, it's not just the human animal, Mark. It's a lot of mammals, as a matter of fact, at least that I know of, uh, have, for instance, you put some rotting fruit out or fruit that has been uh, fermenting, fruit that has been soaking in alcohol. and uh, Slugs you- love beer. And really? Yes, they do. And uh, I've I've heard stories of robins uh, eating fermented berries off bushes and kind and of like flopping around, around flying the in the trees. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's those stories. There's uh, somebody that I know has seen deer eating marijuana buds right off the marijuana plant. Yeah. Stone so, deer. Yeah. I mean, they can't possibly. The, the deer should, legisla- legislators should come up with a rule. I mean, let's put them in a deer j- can get, jail cell. Get shot by hunters a lot easier if they're stoned. Toll free number 800 259 9231. We continue with you and your thoughts. We go to Chris listening in Florida to WFLA. Chris, you're on Free Talk Live. Chris. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, what's on your mind tonight, Chris? Hey, uh, just a couple things. I was listening to the uh, intelligence officer. It was. Um, uh, briefing, uh, special special forces, and then a little bit on the um, uh, topic of us with the meth. And I think you should definitely not legalize any of it. Why? Any of the drugs. We can marijuana involved. I mean, I've smoked it my whole life, but if you legalize it, what do we have on the road? Honestly, 
And then I want to hear your comments on just fixing Whatever. it. Let me go over We'll tell you what. We'll bring the, it back here in a moment. If you I'm want. not sure I know what you're talking about stick, at this point. Stick with us here. The old, it's the same point Bonnie brought up at the beginning of her call. Is that, Stone uh, drivers? My God, there'll be more pot smokers on the road. Uh, 800-259-9231. That's a great excuse for not legalizing alcohol. 1-800-259-9231. Well, yeah, let's bring back uh, alcohol prohibition. We need prohibition. That'll work again, won't it? Uh, Yeah, more on the way. You take control. Free Talk Live. Are you looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear? ManVentureOutpost.com carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, fish finders, and boating equipment from manufacturers like Aimpoint, Bushnell, Otterbox, Crimson Trace, K-Bar, Remington, Streamlight, Winchester, and more. ManVentureOutpost.com. Family owned and members of the Better Business Bureau. Prices so low, some can't be advertised. Get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. This is Free Talk Live. We're launching into the third hour of the live Saturday edition of the program. Dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you want at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. You actually can create the content of the site. Uh, You can submit different things you find online, blog posts, YouTube videos, news items, whatever. You submit it. Our other listeners vote. The most voted up make it to the front page of the website. Uh, Go and get interactive and do it for free over at freetalklive.com. As we continue here, we'll take more of your phone calls in a moment, but there was a a call. Chris was on the line right before the break. We uh, He dropped off, unfortunately, but he did bring up uh, one of the points that Bonnie touched on earlier, for those of you just tuning in, we're talking about the, uh, the the government's war on drugs and how in Portugal there's been drug decriminalization over the last decade. It's been an just an unquantifiable success. A in spectacular many ways. reduction in the number of infections among intravenous drug users and a significant drop in drug related crimes. Well, I guess in many ways it's very quantifiable. Specifically, uh, going down from about 100,000 addicts in the early 90s to 40,000 addicts today, that's not as Bonnie suggested because they're dying off. Because uh, we make new addicts right, every year. Yeah, every year people get older and uh, you know teenagers get hooked on drugs, and so there's always a new batch of addicts. Yeah. So the point being that over time, uh, over drug de- criminalization at addictions have gone down safety has gone up i mean there's just these just amazing uh, results coming from d- drug decriminalization but the first objection has been well what about the roads there's going to be all these drug addicts out there driving around driving around stoned as hell running into everything well number one people are stoned and driving right now right now in your city on a road nearby you someone is high while driving and secondly, uh, we have looked, you know, the, the, there, there are studies done. I think the Australian Department of Motor Vehicles or whatever did a study that showed that stone drivers drive a little, uh, you know, about as safely to a little less safely than people that are completely stone sober. If you ask cops who's more dangerous, drunk drivers or stone drivers, the cops will tell you the drunk drivers are by a long shot, which brings me to right. the most, very most important point. If this is a valid reason to keep marijuana or other drugs illegal, then it's a valid reason to make alcohol illegal. And we all know that prohibition resulted in terrible things for this country. So do we know that? I mean, do people know that? Do they really understand that? If they really understood that. Just don't drink alcohol, Ian. It's easy. (laughs) Just follow the law. If they really understood that, then why don't they get it when it comes to prohibition of drugs? 
it's the same thing. The same consequences occur. Because people are dealing with uh, you know so these these stories they've been told in their heads. Look, our leaders couldn't possibly be wrong on this issue. Yeah, sure, they steal, they lie, they do all kinds of stupid things constantly, mess around with hookers, you know, do everything. But they wouldn't be wrong about this, would well, they? Plus, then there's also the fact that uh, you know Jesus did turn water into wine, and Satan created uh, the marijuana plant. Well, no, God created all things. Kate, Satan can't actually create. Oh. God's responsible for creating the marijuana plant. Now, one might argue that if if one is a, a weird religious zealot, that the that smoking marijuana is the misuse of uh, of God's creation. Of course, why do we have cannabinoid receptors in, in our, our brains? brains? If God didn't want us to, you know, use it, is I suppose deer, is, is the deer misusing the marijuana yeah, plant is the when deer, he eats when the it, buds? When he, when he eats the buds, is he misusing it? One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. So you pointed out, Mark, the, correctly that uh, stoned drivers, marijuana high drivers, are not uh, that dangerous at all. In fact, they're right around statistically the same as, as sober drivers. You pointed that out. That's valid. But the other claim is that uh, you know all of a sudden there's going to be more stoned drivers on the road, and that's going to be a problem. Look, nobody here is advocating dangerous driving. No, we're advocating legalizing drugs, not doing drugs and getting in cars. Right. I don't in want the same way, smoking I'm going to advocate, advocate the legalization of alcohol, not getting in a car and driving after you've consumed it. Right. There are very, very specific differences there. Anyway, let's continue. I advocate the, the, you know, the legalization of tobacco. I do not advocate smoking it. Let's talk to Matthew listening in Clearwater to WFLA. Matthew, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Hey there. What's on your mind? Uh, great show as always. Thank you. Thank <clears throat> uh, you. Two quick points. Um, I grew up outside of New York City. Um, uh, my father-in-law was raised and born in the Bronx. Uh, he said when he grew up, he was born about 1919. When he grew up as a child, uh, marijuana, drugs, heroin, th- th- there was no restrictions on anything. Mm-hmm. And he said the problem wasn't that big. And, of course, we know once we take something away from somebody, the demand becomes greater and they're mm-hmm. going to go to different markets the to, forbidden to obtain fruit the aspect, yep. Right. And as things got on, you know, his, he, he moved to New Jersey and, 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 you know, had to raise his family. His mother still lived in the Bronx in the 80s and was robbed by gangs. And, you know, she'd work at the rectory and, and things like that. And she just refused to move because she grew up there when there was dairy farms there. But wow. it's all changed, and, and things progressively got worse. And it was because of the ban of, of that, the con, you know, the, uh, the prohibition. Another thing, I know you guys are from Florida, and I want to tell you this. I just seen this the other day. In Florida now, the kids can take an online driving test, okay, to get their license. What? You know, when they first, they can take an online written test. But what about the actual driving portion? So is that like the restricted license, the initial one? It's the it's the written test, I guess. Yes. Okay. So now. They did it. They did a, a study on it, right? And they had so many people do. It. And then when they took the kids in to retest them at the DMV, they failed the test and they were cheating. So they just passed this new law that if if your child or whoever it is takes that written test and and they cheat, the, both of the parents are going to have their license suspended. What? Whoa! Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. So let me see if I'm understanding <laughs> yeah. you here. So they. They haven't repealed the online test. They're still letting people take it online, and then if they go and they do worse in real life than no, their if parents... No, they cheat. No, no, that was the pilot test, and they found that the kids were cheating. So now they're, they're moving this online, and they say if the child cheats, it's the parent's responsibility. But how are they going to ascertain whether the, the child has cheated? I know. It doesn't matter. 
I know. But, you know, if that child, it's the same thing, too. If you're driving or drinking or smoking pot and you're dry, out there driving, you get caught, you pay the penalty. You know, I have a couple of beers. I don't I don't I don't drive. I won't drive. Yeah. You know, this you know is I mean? this is how it's gone in but my that's life. My too. Choice. Yeah, it's my choice. And you should be and free to make those child, choices. If that, child, if that child decides to cheat, why should the parents be responsible? It's absurd. Thanks for the call. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. I'd also like to point out that zoning laws in the United States have uh, basically made drunk driving a, you know, a, have, have created drunk driving. There was a time in the United States when just about every block would have what they called a tavern, a social mm-hmm. house or whatever. Somebody bar. would open up their house for you to come in and drink and have a good time there. People to congregate. Mm-hmm. And... Well, because of zoning laws, they weren't allowed to do that anymore. So, so they could have just walked home, is what you're saying. Right. right. They could walk home to their, you know, their, their, their house, but now they have to drive someplace where it's in a commercial area for these bars and that kind of thing. You know, these are the results. Let's continue with Andy listening in Tennessee. Andy, are you really listening on the radio there to WCMT? Say again. It says you're, you were listening in Dresden, Tennessee. Yeah, that's correct. Okay, that's that's news. I didn't know we were on the air there, but welcome yeah. to Free Talk Live. Go ahead. Well, Ian and, and Mark, is that right? Yes, that's sir. Right. Yeah, well, good. Um, I just come across your radio station. I don't know if it's um, been on here very long or not, but I guess you consider yourself libertarians. Is that correct? I would have maybe about five years ago. I consider myself a voluntarist. I think all human interaction should be on a, uh, based on con- consent. Yeah, I think the term libertarian, the brand libertarian is corrupted, but I, I understand if you, maybe you're using it correctly. Likely. Well, what, was, what was the term that you described yourself as? I would consider myself a voluntarist. I think Mark is a Quaker. Yeah, I'd use the term Quaker. <laughs> Yeah, I can imagine that's the case. Wanting to legalize drugs, uh, wanted to wanted to say I'm not going to use any any derogatory terms or anything like that. Uh, I definitely disagree with you though on several on several things. Pick one. Uh, okay, will you give me two or three before Maybe. you hang up I, on I, me? I don't know. It depends. On, you're at nine fifteen now. We're going to go to break. It all depends. All right. Well, we'll run through them pretty quick. Um, you know, if I'm addicted to uh, child pornography, which I'm not, mm-hmm. uh, but say there's a need for that. Obviously, if you if you say you're a volunteerist or whatever, mm-hmm. so uh, a libertarian would say that if there's a market demand for a product, and and say you know equate this to drugs, whatever else. Because somebody desires a product, does that mean that we should have a market for that, like child That's pornography? That's a good let's, question. Let's... I'll tell you what, if you can stick with us, it sounds like you're on a mobile phone, but if you can stick with us, we'll bring you back and we'll address that. This is why we can't do all three issues at once, because it's way too, just one issue is way too detailed. So we'll talk about this idea of uh, child porn in a free market. 800-259-9231. You take control. This is Free Talk Live. You know the U.S. dollar is devaluing. You can see it happening every day. You know a new currency will take over at some point. Wouldn't you like to be in on the ground floor? Bitcoins. They're a decentralized, anonymous internet currency. They're free to use, free to accept, and free from inflation forever. You can use them anywhere in the world, and their value seems only to be increasing. Find out more at weusecoins.org. Don't be kicking yourself in the pants in a month. Your dollars are going down. Bitcoins are going up. Weusecoins.org. Talk live. 
Live. Take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free. Bring up whatever you want. 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. 800-259-9231. We invite you to our website. We've got archives, so if you missed a moment of the show, well, don't worry about it. They're all up there on the site for you to download at your convenience and download as many as you would like. You can click and download the last week's worth right at the top of the page of freetalklive.com and then click into the archive section. That'll take you all the way back to late 2006. It's all free at freetalklive.com. On Free Talk Live, we talk about gold and silver on a pretty regular basis, uh, hard currencies, you know, using it as a hedge against inflation, a barter currency, investment, these kind of things. And you could hear these ads all over cable, all over radio. I encourage you to check prices. This is how you make money on investments is buy low, sell high. Before you buy, go to gold.freetalklive.com. Check out the coins that we have there. They are coins that are readily and easily checkable with other uh, locations. They are coins that for which you would buy for their bullion value, their gold value, not for numismatic value. It's gold.freetalklive.com. All right, so 800-259-9231 is the number here. As we continue, I believe we still have a gentleman on the line. Andy, uh, are you with us still? You got it, buddy. All right, Andy. So you'd asked a question about uh, the ideas of liberty and then the concept of child pornography. Right. So well, you- now, now, I want to I make sure that this conversation is gauged along with, with illegal drugs because my, my point in asking about kitty porn, which is a completely offensive topic, uh, is that I think you can draw a lot of comparisons to the the two uh, illegal drugs and 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 this child pornography and you know you all are saying well there's there's statistics that show drug abuse actually falls there's it's it's better it's cleaner it's there's less accidents well first of all I completely disregard your statistics I don't believe that for one minute I knew nobody I knew a drug warrior wouldn't. Well, and, and I'm not a drug warrior. I mean, listen, I'm as I'm as free market as you get, but there has to be confines. I'm I'm a state lawmaker here in the state of Tennessee, <laughs> and and listen, hey, there's a lot of things that y'all talk about that I agree with. Uh, I mean, there's uh, the size and scope and and scale of government has gotten completely out of control. But you know, you made the statement that hey, my three year old's probably going to do drugs. Well, guess what? My my envision uh, what I envision is that my three year old won't do drugs because I will tell them, hey, there's a lot of things associated with drug abuse that, uh, you know, uh, can complicate your life. I was and told I all that stuff, too. Yeah, I was told that crap, too. I was told that. It didn't I went to difference. a Christian school. My parents invested an incredible now, amount in my education. Absolutely. I'm not doubting your salvation. I'm not doubting your, no, your I, personal faith. <laughs> like that. I am I'm my just, own salvation. If I'm going to heaven, it's because I am a son of God, not because Jesus is. But um, the... Ooh, wow. That was... That was not where I wanted to go with well, that. I, I, let, me, let me talk about child porn. Child porn is the cheap shot against libertarians. It's the no, suggestion. It's not. It is. It is. It's the suggestion that because we can't have freedom in the area of child pornography, that we can't have freedom anywhere. But I would ask you this: many people who wear badges and follow laws made by people like you would, um, you know, are throwing people in jail for. Pictures like cartoons of, say, Bart Simpson having sex with Maggie or something like that. There are people that are throwing people in jail with that badges be by laws made by people like you because no, they, that's not a person like me because I, I wouldn't make a law like that. Well, I'm now, sorry, they're a, interpreting they're child, interpreting your yeah. law as uh, you know you know these things because you use terms like prurient or things like offensive or you know these terms that can be described you know, that that are interpreted 
interpreted by different people in different ways. A case down in Texas where they threw a woman and her husband in jail, took their baby away because they took pictures of the child breastfeeding. There's been multiple situations where they've taken people's kids away for taking pictures in the bathtub. Ever taken a picture of your kid naked? Okay, I'm going to go again here and tell you that I agree with you that the size, scope, and scale of government has has gone way overboard. Every one of those are examples of where it's gone way overboard. So when the government abuses its power, let's take the power away from the government and try something new instead of cranking up the power and continuing to try the same old thing that's failed over and over. Well, no, that's why we have a resurgence of conservative folks like myself. That's the reason why I took office. See, this is where the conservatives are misinterpreting. We have a resurgence in the Tea Party where people are demanding government stay the heck out of their business. And then conservatives say, well, that means we should kill more Arabs and stop the Mexicans from coming in and make Gay marriage. Gay marriage. Keep them queers from getting married. And the politicians who jump in front of the parade, they had nothing to do with uh, the creation of this Tea Party thing, other than Ron Paul, I suppose. They jump in front of the parade and say, it's all about me, baby, and what I think is right. Can I address a couple of those concerns? Jump right in. Okay. Um, You know, I heard you just, uh, it's probably been 30, 45 minutes ago, um, basically heckling a guy, calling in, talking about the military. And and I'd just like for you to name any pacifist nation that has a GDP anywhere, even one We're not not advocating pacifism. Switzerland has a great GDP. If you don't have a government and you don't have some foundation to it, do you want an answer? You've got an answer. Switzerland has a great GDP. Go ahead. Switzerland has a great GDP. But they're not pacifist. Switzerland's right. willing to defend pacif- itself. You're right. I wouldn't necessarily call myself a pacifist Switzerland either. is willing to defend itself. They're just not willing to go and get involved in other people's conflicts. And guess what? I'm, I'm going to completely agree with you there, that okay. we have involved ourselves in too many conflicts around the world. Well, we need to be focused on things that are here and domestic. I don't but think we should have uh, conflicts here either. There but, are six uh, yeah. wars going on, and Republicans here? want nothing to do with getting out of them. Michelle Bachman, the the pre the Tea Party caucus lady, voted for funding for these six wars. I I have to tell you, I'd have to break there because I realize that we're a world power, we're not world police. So I mean, I just think that you all have shown a a, a very gaping, engaging lack of disrespect for the American military. Lack of when, respect, I think you mean. Say again. Lack you of said respect. lack of disrespect. No, no, no. You mean lack of respect. Lack of respect, yeah. Right. And, yeah, I and, can't respect violence. I don't, the military doesn't exist. It's little. It's it's young, bald men with machine guns. Um, that's that's what we have. Following the orders Following of politicians. Following the orders of fat, old politicians who have been shown over and over again to be criminals in Washington, D.C. Yeah, what's respectable about that? But but that give you the opportunity to say whatever you that, want. That is a platitude. Back that statement up. Second Amendment on a daily basis, and which, you have no respect for those. Okay. That's a which myth, war? The last six, seven decades has had anything to do with protecting my Second Amendment, protecting my First Amendment, protecting any of these amendments. Which one? Because there's radical jihadists all around the world that don't want you because to be able of to the say wars, that, the occupations, about. the 130 <laughs> nations that we're in, the more than a thousand military bases that we have in other countries. As soon as How the, would you like a military base put next door to your house? As dude? soon as the military arrests the president, whoever it is, whether it's Bush or Obama, and refuses to follow their bad orders, then I'll have some respect for him. Thanks for the call. I appreciate hearing from when you. you. Take a, when you take an oath to the Constitution, that means something, right? Well, it means something to maybe you and I. I mean, but, these are you take an oath to protect the nation against enemies foreign and domestic. And if politicians in Washington, D.C. that disobey the Constitution on a day, daily basis aren't enemies domestic, I don't know what are. But Mark, the jihadists. The jihadists. Aren't you scared? I'm only scared of the jihadists because the politicians in Washington have sent the military over there to smack on the bee's nest.
jihadists. I'm not scared of the jihadists. I've never been threatened by one of them. I have been threatened by the government people, the people that call themselves government. I get threatened every six months when they send the, the, the when they, when they send their tax bills. They're constantly threatening people. They're the ones that are hurting peaceful people. They're the ones that are doing violence. They're the ones that are picking on old men. They're the ones that are attacking 84-year-old men. They're the ones going after a mom for planting a garden in her front yard. They're the ones that are going after little kids for having lemonade stands. They're the ones that are creating terrorism and they're creating terror. They're the ones that are the danger to freedom. Every time they write a law, they create new innocent victims. And the military isn't protecting me from them. I think we've got all the laws we need and we need to start backing them up. I think we've got all the the military and all the countries we need. We need to start pulling them out. All right, 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line, live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. Do you have a product or service that you can sell to a national audience? Free Talk Live is a nationally syndicated radio program on more than 100 radio stations coast to coast. We've been named to Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list. That's the 100 most important radio talk shows in the nation thrice. And five times the best political podcast from podcastawards.com. You can have access to our 90 plus stations and our large and loyal podcast audience for less than $1,000 a month. Contact me, Mark, at freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, live Saturday edition. You dial in toll-free. You can bring up whatever you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website. We've got a lot of features, and we give them to you free. The uh, news updates are available for you. Go to news.freetalklive.com. Get signed up. You can follow the latest about Free Talk Live. Get it in your email box or via Twitter or Facebook, whichever works best for you. All of it is free, of course, news.freetalklive.com. Do you have a company that needs to try something new in the area of collections? SACL CAI does collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged-off receivables. Their employees are trained in resolving issues for your customers and treating them with respect. They not know that not only do you want to collect your money, but you want to keep your clients, too. SACL CAI. You can see their banner at freetalklive.com. It's the top one on the right-hand side of the page. We continue with you and your thoughts. Cody, listening in Kentucky to WSFE. Cody, you're on Free Talk Live. Okay, Cody? you'll have to excuse Yes, you'll have to excuse me for being a little bit nervous. No worries. I've got one point. However, I do have a tendency of taking a long way around the barn. Um, <laughs> Go ahead when, with your thoughts. When you say the uh, decriminalization of drugs has led to a decrease in addiction. Um, number one, I'm willing to go out on a limb and say that neither of you have probably ever been an addict, and that's where I hope to offer up a uh, hopefully a unique perspective. All right, go ahead. In eight, in eight days, I'll be 13 months clean. Off of what, I might ask? Um, basically, Oxycontins is what okay. finally uh, kind of turned the tide, but I started using drugs, as a matter of fact, when I was 13. My father took me to see a Pantera concert. He gave me a handful of Xanax, a few hydrocodones, and a bag of marijuana and told me everybody does it. Cops do it. <laughs> Judges do it. Lawyers do it. He told me anything that doesn't hurt anybody but yourself ought to be legal, this and that. And by the time we got through with our concert, he was so stoned I had to drive home. Wow. I'm familiar with Louisville in a big car, him and my second cousin's husband, both just lit. Okay, so here I was, 13, no license. I'd been smoking weed already for probably six years, but I had never really been that high as far as mixing pills and weed Seven? and pain yeah. pills oh. and all that together. Jeez. I was, thir- I was 13. 
Did you did you end my, up shooting up the uh, the oxies? No. After watching my father and my brother, um, I stayed away from needles. That's good. Um, in my mind, I rationalized it. Okay, there's a lot of different tricks that drug addicts use to okay things with themselves because in the back of your mind, you'll always know that this isn't right. Mm. Okay, um, I started breaking my dad's needles when I was seven. My mom couldn't really tell if he was using or not, and I could tell pretty much what it was, when it was, and how much he was using. We had a code talk and, and signs for when I needed to go get his pills and flush them. All right, so tell I me about to, you, man. What uh, What's the perspective you want to add into this conversation? Well, my perspective is that it's almost, and I hate to use the word naive, to think that using drugs hurts nobody other than yourself and that the decriminalization is what's led to a decline. The decline is from a few things. Drug addicts and drug dealers are getting smarter every day, believe me. And number two, they are finding ways to slow the spread of it. The, the authorities are. And number three, there's a generation of people like myself that either were raised by the free-loving hippies that have hopefully decided I'm never going to go this way, or else they're like me and they're finally wising up and stopping. Uh, so uh, have I really addressed- do you understand that this is in... Uh, Portugal, that this isn't in the United States, that they have changed that the way they're dealing with drug addicts, instead of throwing them in jail, they're, uh, I, I guess, you know, giving them, you know, hospitalization treatment, in, inpatient treatment. I don't know precisely. They just claim that they, um, they treat them as uh, people with a disease. It's a more humane approach. Yeah, they, they, they treat people as, uh, as though they have a disease as opposed to as though they're criminals. Do you, you do understand that? Oh, no, I must have come in at the end of that. I'm sorry. Yeah, see, that's where you didn't get it. The the drug addiction here in... in The the drugs in America are probably just as, uh, you know, the the drug war has done nothing to stop, uh, you know, people doing drugs. There is no decrease in the people, uh, you know, addicted to drugs in the United States because this system doesn't work. Right. And it didn't work during prohibition. It won't work now. Decriminalization does work. The folks at Law Enforcement Against Prohibition will tell you that. Go to leap.cc, L-E-A-P. Take a look at Amsterdam when they, uh, you know, made uh, marijuana basically illegal. Then the use of marijuana in teenagers and high school students decreased. Cody, congrats on your 13 months. Thanks for the call and good luck on into the future. It may seem counterintuitive, but the fact is decriminalization works. Freedom works. 800-259-9231. 800-259-9231. Let's continue here uh, with you and your thoughts. Uh, Terry's gone. Let's go instead to Steve in Michigan. Steve, you're on Free Talk Live listening to XM's America's Talk, or excuse me, uh, XM Extreme Talk tonight. We're Extreme Talk on the weekends here. We're Extreme Talking. Steve? Hey, guys. Can you hear me now? Yes, sir. Go ahead. Hey, wow. This is really weird. I've never called a radio station, but, uh, you know, I, I, I listen to XM Serious Radio Talk, uh, I mean, constantly, pretty much. But uh, my point, my point was um, uh, earlier. We're pleased to be your first, Steve. I just wanted to say, (laughs) thanks. Well, well, thank you. Okay, now I'm not a virgin. Cool. But listen, no, hey, uh, no. My my point was, uh, I I heard you guys kind of like downplaying the military earlier, and I I just wondered. Okay, all right. My my question or my point, excuse me, would be that uh, I I just wonder whether you 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 grasp the the concept of exactly how it came to be to. Me talking to you and you talking to me, you know, it all started out with just a handful of funny little colonial dressed men wearing wigs, you know, who lived on the east coast of the United States. And then then it was followed up and and, and further made to be possible by like millions, and I mean millions, of men and women in, in those funny uniforms with those funny weapons, you know, killing people and whatever, just so that you and I could sit here and, and talk to each other. Okay, and, I, 
I'm, 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 not gonna, well, I'm not going to be able to discount every single war on back to the Revolutionary War. And I will give you this. I think the Revolutionary War of wars is in the top 10 most just wars. Now, I don't really believe in too many just wars, but I think the Revolutionary War is pretty good. But when you're, if you're going to mention all these colonial men and women that were fighting, you should also mention all the colonial men and women that weren't fighting. There was a huge contingency of Quakers in this country, Quakers that stood up and said, we want religious freedom, we demand religious freedom, and we're not going to fight about it. And they went about all kinds of civil disobedience they they created their own little communities. They did all kinds of things. So when you're talking about the people that were shooting people, you should also consider that there were people that weren't. But to okay. conflate to conflate the last six decades of imperialism on the part of the United States, and frankly, it went all, all the way back to the Philippines, uh, the the Spanish American War uh, back in the late very late 1800s. Um, yes. That you know this imper- to conflate imperialism with a war about being free seems unjust to me. Okay, I got you. And, and boy, you brought up a great point uh, referring to the, the Quakers and the Puritans and what I mean about religion. But there again, it all goes back to a, a, a silly little document called the Constitution, which gave us the right of, of no, speech. No, sir. And, Constitutions and don't give nope. Constitution, pieces don't, of paper don't give rights. Right. You don't get rights from uh, from a piece of paper written by other men. If you believe in rights, then you would have to look at the Constitution as a document that gave a, people calling themselves the government the instruction to respect rights that al- we already had by virtue of the fact that we're human beings. And, and they violated every single one of yeah, them. Yeah, absolutely. They're the ones who think it's just a GD piece of paper in the words of uh, George Bush. Thanks for the call. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. This Don't put your rights in the hands of governments. <laughs> right. This is such a myth, the idea that the Constitution gave people rights. And it was certainly it's is easy the- to say because, you know, I, I just recently mentioned uh, here on air how, you know, what does the fighting the war have to do with my Second Amendment, my First Amendment rights? I was using that in order to sort of point out six different rights that are codified in these things, and one of which really wouldn't matter if there was uh, you know, no government to, to squash it, which is the right to appeal to your government or whatever it is, um, uh, petition for redress of grievances. So the uh, – but this is beneficial to the government to have people believe this, right? It's, yeah. If people believe that Only the Constitution – Only America can give rights. Right. If, the, if people believe that the Constitution gave them rights, then that means that rights came from government and that if we didn't have government, then we wouldn't have rights. And rights are such a great idea. Boy, thank goodness we have government to give us these great ideas. I'm like, well, no, come on. This is completely backwards. Completely backwards. And uh, again, it's in the government's interest to purport – you know, to uh, kind of pander uh, to this particular element, to purport these ideas – as valid, and it's just nonsense. 1-800-259-9231. You have rights because you're human. You can argue about where they came from, whether they came from God or whether there's just a, a nice beneficial agreement that humans came to. More coming up here. It has nothing to do with governments. Governments violate rights. They trample on freedom. This is Free Talk Live. They don't protect it. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, get a great deal, and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. 
This is Free Talk Live, the live Saturday edition. Moments remain. Maybe enough time for your thoughts if you are already on the line. If not, well, we probably don't have enough time to get to you, but that's why we do the show seven nights a week. So you can join us tomorrow night over at freetalklive.com for the... Seven nights a week. Yeah, that's right. Mark will be hosting the Sunday edition of the program uh, tomorrow night, so you can interact with him. Uh, he'll be the first man on the program yep. with all the responsibility in his hands. How's that been going for you? You've been having fun with it? Right? I, I, yeah, it's enjoyable. We've really just started it recently. It's kind of nice. I take uh, sun, I take Monday nights off. You take Sunday nights off, and we both do six nights a week because, well, we like doing talk radio. Yeah, it's not that's like right. it's really work or anything. Well, I mean, you know, you got it's responsibility. How about that? It is responsibility. Uh, I've but... never really considered radio work because uh, I know people have done real work, and I don't like the idea of doing real work. That's like being out <laughs> in the hot sun and actually having to do something productive. Uh, so anyway, yeah, Mark, you can join him at freetalklive.com, and we're going to continue taking your calls. And John is with us listening on another one of our brand new affiliates, WVNJ, The Voice, up in uh, northern New Jersey. Hello, John. Hey, hello. Hey, what's, what's on your mind tonight? Well, I just wanted to, you know, first of all, I'm glad to hear you guys on the air. Thank I you, sir. I just sort of slipping through some stations. I was lo- listening. I was looking to try and get the NASCAR race on the radio. Because my TV is broken, but uh, I came across you guys and uh, I started listening. And you just you got some great topics. Coming. Excellent, free talk live, better than NASCAR. Wow, we can make some noises for yeah, yeah. you. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, but uh, first of all, the guy, uh, one of your previous callers, who was mentioning uh, pacifist nations, and and he brought up Switzerland. But Switzerland, at age seventeen, every male is required to do military service, and required to have an assault weapon at home with him at all times, yep. which could explain why they have such a low crime, crime rate. Absolutely. No doubt. Well, yeah. I, it wasn't, we I didn't mean, say they were a pacifist nation. They are a country that sticks to the, you know, they take care of themselves. They don't go and they yeah. butt around in other people's business. Yeah. But people always want to show sort of this non-aggression idea as pacifism, and it's, it's which, really not the same thing. Yeah, no, non-aggression agrees with me. I'm, I'm a non-aggressive kind of person. But then the, your last caller, when he was talking about the Constitution and uh, rights that we were granted under the Constitution, they were not granted Correct. at all. They were confirmed, or they were affirmed. Yeah. Affirmed. Or they were supposedly right. enshrined, right. but uh, clearly they don't really but care they about were rights, you know, They were not created, and they were not granted by the Constitution. They were affirmed. They were rights that mankind already had. Know, the right to defend himself, the right to uh, freedom of religion, all, all of these rights were affirmed. Right, and the idea affirmed. was the U.S. government was supposed to be unique in that it was going to be a government that was supposed to actually protect those rights and supposed yeah. to honor those yeah. rights, but clearly that hasn't worked yeah, out. The, yeah, the government did not give us this, those rights. Well said, John. Glad you're out really, there, and, and thanks really for the affirmed. call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. Here's a little something for you for NASCAR fans. Isn't that why everybody watches NASCAR? For the, for the wrecks? I don't know. I I, I no. I I would say not. I'd say no. people. I, certainly, there are people that watch for Rex, and Rex <laughs> are the things that get shown on TV. But yeah, I I don't think so. Let's no. go to Ed, listening in Tennessee. Ed, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello there. Hey, you you young man did a good job of that uh, Tennessee statesman. I tell you, uh, I was about to go nuts. But like that other guy said, y'all talk hang up so many good points. I got about three pages, but I want to bust that statesman. How so? Uh, and that other caller, uh, Ed and Ian. Uh, I mean, uh, Mark and Ian, he said that if you legalize it, he wants to argue with you that it'll be more use. Okay, I can bust that shoot holes all in that statement. 
tobacco so? use in the 1960s. As y'all know, tobacco is the most, one of the most addictive substances, meth, maybe first, second with it. 1960, 45% of adults smoked. We didn't throw anybody in jail, didn't arrest anybody, didn't harass anybody for possession, use, whatever. Now the use is at 19%. So statesmen, if you are a statesman, that's why we're in such serious trouble. If he is that ignorant and closed-minded in 2011, and here's another one for you. I read in Psychology Today, uh, since they legalized, which I didn't know this, y'all probably did, uh, is it child pornography and stuff and all that on the internet? So is is that legal now? No way. Child pornography on the internet? No, not yeah, legal. I, okay, well, not in most places. But anyway, in the article, what the point of it was, it said that since these people can watch it on the internet, or I guess it's pornography, mm. that uh, child abuse and you know sexual abuse against children has reduced <laughs> because they can you know get their jollies. <laughs> One thing's for certain is that um, as as technology increases, we're going to have a world where you can sort of immerse yourself in video games and that kind of thing, and that's going to result in people having to be be able to play out their sexual fantasies, fantasies, no matter what they are. You know, uh, whether it's Pamela Anderson or uh, uh, George Clooney, or whether it's some screaming little boy that they chase (laughs) around a room, um, you know, or whatever it is, they're going to be able to do that. So. the you know I, I would think that if somebody if this is someone's fantasy that the fact that they could play it out on TV would actually result or you know in this fantasy world in this virtual world would actually result in diminishment of these things occurring um, not in an increase. Thanks Ed for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. Let's talk to I believe we've got Phil on the line in Australia. Phil, good day, sir. Hey guys, how you doing? Hey, what time is it over there? It's like eight in the morning, nine in the morning, something like that. Uh, it, it is 11.53 a.m. It's very short on time. I'll be, I'll be very quick. Um, Waking up with uh, uh, Free Talk Live. Go ahead, sir. <laughs> In the morning. Um, now, I've had plenty of experience uh, driving under the influence of weed, alcohol, mushrooms, LSD, and ecstasy. I've got to say, uh, driving under for it? alcohol is the worst thing for it. Absolute worst. Wow. Um, now, also, back to what back to what Bonnie was saying last hour, it doesn't do drugs because it's illegal. Um, I'm just wondering if prostitution being illegal is the only thing stopping her from being a prostitute. <laughs> so she said, she said that she, she, that she would be smoking... Or the desire to be a prostitute. Right. Um, she said something to the effect things, that they're going to find they're going to find ways of doing those things. Thank you, Phil, for the call. I appreciate hearing from so you. So what Bonnie said, to, in order to uh, frame that joke, Bonnie said that uh, it was basically it being Ill, marijuana being illegal that kept her from smoking marijuana. So Phil was saying, well, since prostitution's illegal, is it only uh, the law that's keeping you from being a prostitute? Which is really funny. Let's continue. We've got uh, Terry listening in Temple, Texas to KTAE. Terry, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. How you doing, Mark? Hey, Terry. Listen, uh, I started off uh, wanting to talk about something, but guess what? You just run the gamut on me. I don't know whether to talk about politics or what I originally called to talk about. You better pick fast. I'll tell you what. Pick one tonight, and then you can call tomorrow night and talk more. It's going to be about the drugs. Uh, I'm 55 years old. Uh, I've been around the block. I'm a hard worker. I've always made good for myself. I'm an entrepreneur. I've done it all. But, you know, I had a friend of mine come over 
about two days ago, and he came over. This is an older guy, too. And he says, well, he's a truck driver. And he says, well, Terry, you need to try some of this. I said, well, so and so, I really don't want to do much anything. I drink a few beers every now and then. Mm. That's about the end of it. He said, well, I got this K-12 stuff. Uh. <laughs> and I said, oh, God. Anyway, another old school friend of mine was over here. And, ah, well, you know how we are. So yeah, we're old 70s kind of guys. And so we we partake. And good Lord, it, it damn near. I mean, we we were in a stupor. So I, I'm, <laughs> I've I, heard it's I'm very saying, powerful. And this is legal. It's yeah. Le- so well, it's, I'm well, it's legal in some places. Hang on a sec. Point of clarif- let me point of clarification. Let me just get something out here. You're talking about K12, Spice. There are other brand names for it. It's a. Uh, it's an essentially an analog of THC, right, which is the active right, ingredient right. in cannabis, uh, which is marijuana. And so they've actually kind of made a way to get around the laws and release something that's very, very similar into the market. It's not legal in all places. There are some states that have already outlawed it. But yeah, some people have had some really intense experiences with it. Yeah, and, you know, and when you, when you look at your kids, you know, I come up, I'm old school, you know, we smoked a little pot back in the day. It was all cool. You know, we still got up, we went to work, we did our thing, our daddy still kicked our asses. We were we were a productive American citizens. But when we have all this going on, and, and the way the Constitution and the way this liberalism is going on in our lives now, you've got all this thrown on you. What do you expect our kids to do? I mean, my God, I mean, what is this world coming to? I, and I'm nobody to talk, but guess what? I made it, and they haven't, and I'm worried about it. What do you think? When you say you've made it and they haven't, what do you mean by that? Well, I mean that I know the difference between right and wrong. You don't think your I, kids do? Well, I've got a 15-year-old daughter that's pregnant right now. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. And... uh I got a I got a son that's smart as the whip that's not failing they're not passing the school right now. Well, so, people you know, are gonna people are gonna make mistakes, and sometimes smart uh, you know certainly teenagers are gonna make mistakes. We all did, oh, I understand and we all that. learn from those mistakes. We move on, and we get better over time in in life, and we uh, you know experience different things. And as far as your smart son failing in school, that's a failure of the government schools, as far as I'm concerned. I'm gonna presume he's in yeah, a government me too. school. I, I'm with you on that. They're probably way. not challenging him, and he's probably bored to tears. Thanks for the call. I wish that, we had more time for you. And everybody that didn't get in, call tomorrow night. We'll see you then online in the time at freetalklive.com. See you. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 Francs, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. gold.freetalklive.com. 